Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. Cool and I, we back. Woo. Woo. Cap. Rao. Y'all know who I am. We got a guest with us tonight. Gentlemen. Special guest. Gentlemen. Very special guest. Introduce yourself to the people. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. My name is Christopher. I am the former roommate of Kevin Hilton, former roommate of Ryan Garcia, <laughs> and the namer. The namer. The namer. <laughs> a few beers in me already. Hey, that's the how we live in. The namer of Jarrell. That's how we live in. Former St. John's. Nah, he was our roommate too. When oh, come right. sophomore, would, yeah, yeah, lot, I would come there a lot, yeah. yeah. I would consider that I, 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 more I, than I, the other guy. Called a had. refugee. Get a couple of two K up in us, yeah. It was better than the other. Uh, we got OG Chris. <clears throat> shit, losing yeah. my voice. We got OG Chris on the pod this week. Was it sweet five? What was it five oh six? Five oh two. Oh, damn, I get it. <laughs> you know how much liquor was consumed in there. Don't remember, you don't remember where you lived. <laughs> One doesn't drink at a private university. <laughs> Stop with the lies. Hey, hey, hey. Can I, can I ask a question? Go ahead. Yeah, shoot. I was going to pre-prepare you guys, but fuck it. No, I'm not going to do that. Yo, yo, yeah. Why did you guys start this podcast? You get bitches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need legal money. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Trying to get out these streets. Word. Nah, I mean... For me, it was more so like this is something that I feel like we discussed for years now. Mm-hmm. And it was just more we felt like our conversations it initially started we felt like our conversations were interesting in the conversations we were having amongst ourselves. And we were like, yo, we feel like people would actually fuck with our conversations if we put it out to the world. And then I ended up moving to North Carolina, so that kind of got put on hold. But then when I got back and uh, Kevin and Ty were telling me, like, yo, they're really like already like moving forward with it. I was like, let's just do it. Like, fuck it and put it out there. And so far, people have been telling us like they really enjoy our conversations. So No, I'm, I'm one of the big yeah, he summed funny, it up like, perfectly. It's it's true because like all of our friends from St. John's, it started from like conversations like this. We would shoot the shit in the common area, yeah, Carnesecca at Starbucks, and that's kind of how like I guess our friend group just formed over time, which is kind of cool. Like, yeah, you're like you know you're organizing, and then hopefully our friend group kind of well your friend group I should say grows a little bit more with this podcast because you know, more people can hear you. You don't have to be in the in the same exact spot. Started in this. Our friendship, our friend group is growing. We got a couple people who listen to us internationally. We out here. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. A couple. We go on Hollywood, so. <laughs> Damn, we know some characters. I'm about so. to change my number. <laughs> I get a new phone. No, nah, I'm just going to change the number on the mind. I ain't going to get a new phone. I'm poor. I can't be buying new phones. <laughs> your setup is so official. Like, you guys are like, this is like legit. Like, I'm a little intimidated right now. 
You know it's funny. Yeah. You're, like, you're the second person that told us that now. Yeah, and Cause, I'm just because like, ROT told us that also. I'm just thinking about more. Yeah, but well, you have to. There's yeah. so much. They don't remember us in the you closet set though. Yourself apart. Recording on one mic. We stepped up though. Yeah, Word. just because you. Yeah, you school. didn't want to see us week two. <laughs> week really? one and two. Week one and two. We like huddled like, like, over a fire, <laughs> <laughs> over one microphone. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, uh, shameless plug. We're in WeWork. Oh yes, yeah, no, 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 no. Shameless plug. It's not a shameless plug. Talk no. to tell people about yourself a yeah, little bit. Yeah. What, you do. what do you do? Where we yeah, at? We're we in a city right now, recording. We live in. Let me have a sip of beer before I get What the other Oh, look, look. Look, look, look. Chris got loosened up. Let me have yeah, a sip of yeah, beer. Yeah. <laughs> Born loose. <laughs> Yo, what was that? <laughs> this was all a college, yeah. This is why we invited Chris. We're in we work Fulton Center, one of the brand new locations in the fleet of WeWork, which is a shared office space, office space provider. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, when my boys were like, we need a space to do this recording, I was like, I, I got 40 spaces in New York. <laughs> Hit me up. Bullshit. So we went to the Death Star, which is Fulton Center here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Anybody needs any space, hit your boy up. Uh, my link will be on this link. And, uh, nah, you can shout out your IG and all that stuff. You gotta, yeah, you got to sell yourself. Second stuff. What's your IG, Chris? Uh, CGG90. Oh, that's simple. I, uh, my father made that for my aim in 1988. <laughs> yo, you know what you, yo, and you know what that just reminded me of? What? Episode one, when Sal was like, <laughs> my middle name is Sal, it's my uncle. <laughs> it's the same concept. I'm glad that someone else thinks like me, by the way. I still got aim. You guys need to get a parent on this one. A what? You need to get someone over the age of 40 on this why? I, honestly, how many podcasters do you know your age that are interviewing people at that age? That's and true. Asking them life questions. What the fuck was going on in your life? And then you throw them some beer, and you know your wait. parents would be oh great. Oh my for this. god, my dad would kill this thing. And you might have to like. <laughs> oh yeah, he would censor some things, but it nah, we don't censor on this be, podcast. It would so. be an From about three, four cups of beer. That's it. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, we have to address. Sad news. Yeah, before ahead, before we get too first. deep into this podcast, first of all, don't make it all about me. We go on, we're all going to share our thoughts on this, but um, just so you guys know, we're recording on Thursday uh, this week. We're recording a little early, but uh, just want to mourn the death of Craig Sab Craig Sager. Sager. Whoa, too many bids. Craig Sager, but no, it's a serious moment. Um, Craig Sager is, is like um, he's been a asylum reporter for like over forty years. He worked for the Turner Broadcasting. Uh, he died today of leukemia, and it was his his fight has been for years now. Like yeah. it's been over yeah. years, like Probably. years, 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 and like it affected so many people um, in the basketball world. And uh, just um, I want to send prayers out to his family. It was, it was a very shocking thing because last time we we saw something on TNT about him, they were saying that he was uh, yeah. getting better in recovery. And I'm just really, you know, it made me think that I was really glad that he got to, you know, finally um, do the, do the no, not the All Star game, the uh, finals, game six in the finals. Because it's like, wow, you know, it's yeah. funny. That he they they asked him to do that game six of this finals, you know, and he didn't make it to the to the next year's finals, which is crazy that you know it happened that way. But from that, you know, I just take my takeaways just to appreciate life daily, because mm-hmm. you never know where you can go, and just make the most out of every day because it's so sad. So yeah, my prayers go out to his family and condolences. Yeah, no, it's amazing when like someone you don't even know them, but like they're just a part of your life maybe every Thursday or on yeah, Friday, like you see him in those. Ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous suits. suits. And you just, you just kind of like, you envy that he had the balls to wear those. Yeah. On television. And 
then ask serious, appropriate basketball questions. So it was like, you know, never judge a book by its cover. That's like a very good example. Yeah. Of like when you look at Malik at this fool, and then he opens his mouth, you're like, oh my god, this guy's a basketball genius, and like, you know, it's a it's an example there, and you know, it's just it hurt. It's like someone you don't know, and you just kind of grew up with them, and yeah, took a took me back a little bit. Yeah. It's tough. It was a tough one. His color choices were amazing, though. Yeah, they were they were brave. They were interesting. Yeah, but those his interviews with uh with, with Coach Pop, mm-hmm. those are those are like classic. Those are like memories. What would you say? So obviously, Coach Pop was the number one interview that he would have. What was the second best coach he would interview, um, in the league that was the most entertaining? If you had to pick one, entertaining. Was there one that popped out? Because I can't think of one. No, no because only like only like him and Pop shared that like yeah. You, unique, unique uh, relationship where like they would just like well Pop would just make jokes and like not really answer his questions yeah. and just basically like, make a joke about his suit or something like every single yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought about players. Uh, did you see the one where he's interviewing his son? So Chris yeah, his son. Oh my god, it was like it was you know and then he, and Pop looks right at the camera and he just like talks directly to Craig and you know and obviously he's in the hospital. It's just like, mm-hmm. like this is bigger than basketball. This is like this is real life. And, you know, it humbles you. It did. You're right. Said it, it makes you appreciate, you know, waking up the next day and being healthy. You know, yeah. I might not have enough money to pay my rent, or you know, I might you know be able to go next to a real cool club, and it's like that's all bullshit, man. It is, and you know, it's funny. Like, um, New York makes you feel that way. Like living in New York City, mm-hmm. like it makes you like not appreciate anything in a sense, like the things well, that you're accomplishing. I, no, I definitely agree. Yeah, because. <coughs> We're in our mid twenties, growing up in like New York City, where it's already fast paced, mm-hmm. and you're just all caught up in your own stuff. And yeah, you just turn on your phone after a couple hours, and I see, yeah, Craig Sager passed away at sixty nine. I'm just like, oh whoa! Wait, he was sixty nine? Yeah, from leukemia. What? Yeah, yeah, but it's not even it's not even his age. It's more so when you seen him, like you, we we all knew he was like in recovery from leukemia, but he looked healthy. He looked healthy. Yeah, the last special I saw. Yeah, he looked. Those, he, um, yeah, I thought I was like, hey, I was like, like, this is good. He's gonna be fine. And then out of nowhere, breaking news. You yeah. know, Craig Sager passed away today. But life is short because like even Alan Thicke passed away this week. Yeah, and it's funny because you say like New York, like I, I love New York. Like I'm born and raised here. Of course. I'm, I'm, I'm the poster child of it. I'll, I'll defend New York to the day I die. But it's funny because New York has two sides, right? Like you'll you'll walk around New York and you just see like ostentatious, like people just like. There aren't reality. Like they're just living in a different world, mm. and then you know they you, know, you can just tell they don't know what life really is. And then you get on the subway, you know, twenty feet away, and it's the exact opposite. It's just like weird. It's like New York has this. Depends on where you are within New York, but there are moments in New York where you're meatpacking, and it's just like a bunch of people drunk, and they don't, you know, it's like who the fuck you people are living kind of type thing. And then you get on the subway, and there's a guy just begging for change to like get his kid a sandwich. You mm-hmm. know, just like it's just you know. New York, you have to kind of roll with the punches. You have to be adaptable. You kind of have to move forward and you know do the best you can day by day and have at it. Yeah, New York is a, a very unique place. Like even so, like I, when I moved away and I came back, uh, I was gone for three years or whatever. I came back and like kids were on a train dancing for like money, and I was like this. And it, I f- it felt like I'd never seen it before in my life. Like I was like really like a tourist all over again. I was like, people are actually dancing and people are actually oh, yeah. giving them money on the trains. Like, yeah. just everyone's mindset here is to, well, for the most part, everyone's mindset here is to grind, and, you know, and, the, and the, the constant hustle and bustle of New York City. It's crazy. But, yeah, I think as millennials, it, it makes it kind of hard for us to appreciate what, what we've already accomplished. Because I know I'm guilty of that. Yeah, I don't know if it's <coughs> essentially millennials. It might be every generation. They might. But, 
No, I wouldn't no. agree actually with that. Like living here, I think so because it's it's hard to live here. So mm-hmm. it pushes you to really like grind to like maintain oh, and yeah. to like. Yeah, when you see a Bentley down the street, like yeah. how do I get that? How I, do I how do I get to that apartment so I, yeah. that I'm looking at from the street? Like it's like when you see these luxuries that are just like un- unimaginable. Like you can get an apartment here, you could probably see a village in mm-hmm. some other country for ten years, and it's like, well, that's not my objective. My objective is to get that apartment wife and you know have beautiful kids but <laughs> it's just it's it's a constant grind because you always see people doing better, better yeah living in luxury and i just want to be a part of it and it's just like how do i get to that point and you know it's something that we're all trying to figure out but it's funny because in this is life some of us make it some of us don't you know it's and some people are really smart and they work their way through it and you know it all works out for them but some people are just dumb lucky and it's just the right place right time they make the best of their opportunity so it's going to be interesting because like we look at these moments in our lives in our 20s and our 30s and by the time everybody's in their 50s or 60s that's when everything kind of the dust is settled Settle, so like yeah. you make your fortune from 60 to 70 it's mm-hmm. like these are the hustling years so it's yeah you know it's going to be interesting to see those who kind of accomplish their dreams and those you know who are always kind of going to be wishing to get there but um that's the cool thing about this friend group because like we'll always support each other like i've noticed like even when like my buddies who are doing well and my buddies aren't doing well, we always like, hey, come out. You don't, you don't got this? Don't worry. Come out. We just want you there. And that's why I know we have really good friends. And that's why I think St. John's is a good school because, like, it's not about, like, the stuff. It's about, like, the moments with your friends and stuff. Like, even this. Like, this is, like, you guys are, like, doing this podcast and one of the biggest fans. And I was like, how can I, like, contribute? I just want to be a part of this. This is, like, really cool shit. We appreciate that. That's all we want. These are memories. Yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking about that, too, going Absolutely. through all of these. And it's like, yo, when we're, like, 50, we could be like, damn, remember December, fi- December 15th at 7 o'clock? We met up with Chris and had beers at his yeah. job. Yeah. He was just recording a podcast. He was just recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah. In the fucking Death yeah. Star. <laughs> Rogue One. So let's 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 backtrack a bit. Let's backtrack to some, oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, to some St. John's days. What's up? No, I, I love Dallin Thick, so I just had to say my point. Oh, my bad. Go ahead, bro. He's about to the throw his bear on you. Nah, Word. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No. The violence. I was like, hold on. No, um, Alan Thick was also 69. That's why I was like, think they both oh. were 69? Oh, I didn't even know I didn't that. Know that he, he passed away from a heart attack while having while playing with his son. Like he was playing hockey oh. with his son. And like I didn't even I thought it was a Ooh, joke. Robin? Um, no, that he has a 19 year old son. Okay. Um, but I thought it was a joke because you know how the internet likes to play games when people die. You got to check your news sources. I had to check. I check everything, and I was Big just news. like, yo, like I remember him growing pains. Like he was the fa- he was the white father that I would watch, and then yeah. you know Bill Cosby was the black father. But he was like, I, we grew up watching him, and Leonardo DiCaprio grew up on the show. Yeah. So it was like he yeah. fathered him God, too, and yeah. it's like. You see all these, and he was just like the coolest dude. Like Robin Thicke was pretty cool for a moment, and mm-hmm. then you know that died. But Alan, Alan, and and, and uh, damn, yeah. Not to go back to that. Sad nah, we gotta condolences out nah, to the family. You. Like, you, with, you, you gotta go with on your mind. Yeah, man. There's no, there's no order on this podcast. Nah, you know, no we're the most unorganized life. motherfuckers right. out. Yeah. <laughs> Chill, we ain't organized. I got a file with all our <laughs> shit on there. I'm holding a mic right now. Where the mics? No, nah, yeah. Some bags. episodes are just better free. Just yeah, no, nah, we like to free flow sometimes because if things are too organized, then it just feels forced sometimes. Yeah, that's not like. Like, oh, <laughs> what's next? What we talking about next? Yeah, it's too much. Well, even the ability to do a podcast, this type of content is so rare. Like, 
the fact that we can record this here, we don't have to be live, we don't have to be streaming on some radio service, FM, AM. We can do this, say our thoughts, put it up on a website, and then our friends and Hope family people and like people who have never even met us before can like listen to content about people they've never met before. That's so cool. And that's like, you don't have to tune in to a specific time, 9 p.m. at Wednesday and NBC News. No, mm-hmm. they can do whatever they want. Hey. And people can grab this content anywhere. Just to, just to plug it, though, <laughs> yeah. we on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Yeah. You can grab this content anywhere and listen to it at any time. And I think it was also cool when you, um, not to backtrack too much, but when you asked us why we wanted to do a podcast, mm-hmm. because I, I actually enjoy listening to podcasts myself. So like mm-hmm. when I'm at work, if I'm driving in my car, if I take a road trip, I'm like listening to podcasts the yeah. entire way. What's your favorite podcast? Oh, I got a couple. Um, Brilliant Idiots is, 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 is one of my favorites. Tax, tax Season. Um, is there a podcast that inspired you guys to do this? Ooh, I think I, for me, tax. I love tax. Mm-hmm. I love this guy. I'll probably say brilliant idiots, just because I I enjoyed their concept. Their concept was like, hey, we're just two idiots, but we're gonna talk about things. We're not gonna have any facts behind it, but we're gonna, we're gonna talk about things. I, no, I remember when we when Kevin and I lived with each other, and we would we had this this attic. We called it four point five. Yeah, I, I know that. You for a hot box. Yeah. A, a lot of things that went Allegedly. down. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah, no, word. No, hey, word. fuck it. We, we got super duper high. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Sorry, stanky stank. I have a job. I made it. Word. Well, <laughs> they even had a bed in there, too. Yes, for guests. Yeah, we had a guest room. We looked out for our friends. But, but then, was, the great thing was, like, that wasn't even structured. I would just take my phone, we just hit record, and we just let those little ass speakers. I listen, I literally will, like, if I'm down, and I, I shit you not, if I am having a bad day, I have them on my phone. They're three hours to four hours. I'll plug it in, I'll just listen to it, and I'll laugh. Because we just. Yeah, they were a it, couple. It, it, it's, it's really cool just kind of see friendships. Like in an auditory format and just kind of yeah, like, it's like really, really cool. And you both have been guest series on those four point five <laughs> impromptu occasions. So four point yeah, five cool. was legendary. Yeah, it's it's just memories. It's the one thing. Mm-hmm. My grandparents, when I was a kid, they were like, you know, cherish the time, cherish the time. I was like, yeah, whatever, like cool, I'll cherish it. <laughs> and then like you know, the one thing that I hope that I've kind of started to realize a little bit earlier than most is like they're right cherish these moments yeah there's a point yeah. where like the transition goes from this to marriage marriage to like kids kids to death and like but you know from like marriage on like you you know you got shit yeah. to do you got yeah. some people time. to take care of yeah, yeah you like, got more and more responsibilities yeah. and time is flying i, mean, I gotta flying. go podcast what the fuck you <laughs> get home we have to do laundry <laughs> that's the pick situation up a gallon of milk. right now <laughs> exactly yeah. pick up a gallon of milk on the way home you broke bastard <laughs> <laughs> go get some turkey we don't got no more time we gotta get that apartment you've been looking at on the street come on <laughs> It's cool. Yeah. So it's a, it's an honor to be a part of this. Let's backtrack though. Let's backtrack. Let's backtrack so people can like get to know a little bit more about you. Like so, like you're born and raised here. Yeah. In the city. Talk about basically your path from growing up in New York City to how you got to St. John's, and then we'll all include ourselves in that. Cause that's what, that's what we that's what we all come into play. Oh, wow. On the spot. I like it. So yeah, grew up in uh, Midtown Manhattan um, on 38th and First, right by the UM. Um, and I know to many that sounds like, oh, that's a very like awesome like place to live, and it is an amazing place to live. And <laughs> it sounds like a nice place to live, but it is. No, well, like it in is. circa 1995, <laughs> it wasn't. It was, it was, it was a different city, and and that's a lot of the people that I meet now who you know have moved to New York in recent times. They're like, oh, you're so lucky, and I was. 
But New York now is not New York of the 90s. Like, pe- people need to realize that. This was, this was a tougher place to live. There were certain trains you couldn't take. There were certain parks you could go to. And then for some reason over the course of the last, I'd say, 15 years, everything just changed for the better, obviously. Um, so I grew up in Midtown. Um, I went to uh, elementary school for nine years called St. Ignatius Loyola, where I met a lot of friends, a lot of family. Um, and then um, it was on the Upper East Side. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> tough life I live, right? Um, <laughs> nah, he a gangster. Yeah, this, this, this bougie lifestyle. Yeah, exactly, right? It was on Upper East Side. You I, know, as I'm where saying I, it out loud, I'm like, damn, you have to softy. <laughs> I'll give myself this little credit. Eighth grade, I'm like, this isn't reality. This is bullshit. Like, I need to get out of this environment and throw myself into an environment where, like, like you know, people actually, like, live. Mm-hmm. So I was like, where do I go? Queens, obviously, right? So I should have went, went to the Bronx. Well, I was looking at the Bronx. Nah, nah, that's, that's too real. That's the, the Bronx too real. I was looking Strikers. at Porter Prep. <laughs> Look at me. You, you made it. Actually, yeah, we almost did. went to the same school, St. Agnes. Yeah, they closed. I was looking at that school. You see that? A school is closed. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, my high school is closed, actually. But we ain't going to talk about that. Yeah, in Atlanta, it's just closed. Shit is real out here. Catholic schools just shut down. <clears throat> Catholics aren't doing too well right now. I was going to mm-hmm. say Jesus ain't giving us money, but no, Jesus no, wasn't no. about the money, so I don't know where. No. Um, so I wound up in, uh, in, <laughs> in Astoria, a, cool, a school called St. John's Prep. The only reason I went there was it was co-ed. I thought that was important for these next four years to have some female um, energy around me. And so it's important. That's right? essential. Oh my God. It, it was the you don't want too much testosterone right. around I, you. I, I learned a lot about myself in those four years. And <laughs> And it was a, a growing period, and I liked St. John's so much that I went from St. John's <coughs> Prep to St. John's University, and uh, that's um, essentially where I met Kevin Hilton. And our first interaction ever was um, me Facebook messaging him. Facebook or MySpace messaging him? <laughs> Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Nah, Facebook. It, Facebook. it, it was it Facebook? It's and it was like, hey, don't date us oh, that no, much. Nah, Facebook. Nah, nah Facebook. Facebook was freshman year. First freshman year. Yeah, Facebook. Like, Kevin had the do rag on. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like in my profile page. Hey man, we're gonna be like roommates. Remember and stuff. when they showed you the list of people you were gonna Wait. Be- <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? I thought Simi Hayes was gonna be my best friend ever. And Whoa. Like, <laughs> hey, shout out to Simi Shout Hayes. out to Simi Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're doing well, brother. But uh, <laughs> um, you know, Kev, you had a do rag on in your profile page. Yes, oh, yeah, sir. Yeah. That At 18 years old. Yeah. Crowd Heights <laughs> fighters. <laughs> he, he let it uh, hang too. It was, wasn't it? He let the strings there was down. Some, yeah. There was some. Yeah. There was some. About to go yeah. search it through that. Go yeah. find that. We'll Damn put that on. We have to put that on a cool out page. Up with this podcast, maybe a photo album, some old Throwback Thursday. Delete that. Oh my god. Deleted my MySpace. <laughs> um. So I met Kevin and um, we fell in love, obviously. And, <laughs> Yo, um, boy. No, no pause. Jungle fever. No. Pause. Uh, take the pause off. Uh, it was. It was. It was As your life. Take the pause. And uh, so we lived with each other all four years. The only time we didn't live with each other was when Kevin went abroad. And um, over the course of you know our relationship, we've grown. And I was also fortunate to live with Ryan, who's obviously in this podcast as well. And we just we, we hit it all off. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I fun, I um. I never met guys like you. I never met like friends from different backgrounds that I never connected with so well. He means black friends. Because yes. they ain't none up, on the Upper East Side. <laughs> no. You're, I'm, I'm it's, it's, it's what I wanted, though. I didn't, I didn't want people like me. I didn't want to be a part of a, a, a community with no diversity. I thought that was like the, the opposite of living in New York. It's like that's not the point. 
Um, so I was I was very blessed to meet you guys, and then then that whole suite was pretty interesting. Oh God, the yeah, rest that, of- that. I remember I remember when like when Kev first invited me over to y'all suite. And he was like, brace yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, brace yourself. Oh, and then I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't want to call too many names out, but yeah, we had like some of the people that were Yeah, there. it was a couple of people in there that. Characters. Yeah. Nah, name names, because I wanted to. Nah. Corey Melrose. Corey Melrose. Where are you? Nah, you like, and Ed. Oh, did you meet Ed? I'm sure I did. I don't really know. Corey, not, Tyler. I just remember. I just, I just remember. I just remember Corey. Yeah. Murderers Row, and but like all characters. <laughs> okay, all yeah. characters, and we we, we all got. <laughs> we sit there and just get drunk as fuck and play 2K all yeah, day. I miss that yeah. so much. We even had one roommate who was doing extra extracurricular activities to Tyler, who came in. His pupils dilated at one. Oh, it was like four thirty in the morning, Whoa. asking yeah. for a mm. controller. <laughs> yeah, knocking on all our dorm rooms, yeah. trying to figure out where he could get this controller. Eight a.m. I was like, "Hey, buddy, you good?" He's like, "Yeah, like where's the controller?" I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in the living room. Oh, and then like instead of going to the living room, he just walked out of the room. I was like, "That's not what I just said." Like I was like, "It's in the living room." You like open the door and walk down into the hall. I was like, "Okay." You know, as I showered to get ready for my 8:30 class, so <laughs> mm. that was a typical Tuesday at St. John's. But St. John's was amazing. People, um, yeah, people um, t- have a tendency of hating on it, but I think that's because they didn't make the most of their opportunities there. Yeah, and I think that's life. Like you could be in prison, and you know, if you can't make the best of your like your time in prison, then you know that's unfortunate for you. And the same thing with everything else in life. Yeah. In order for St. John's to be like fun, though, you have to break rules there because they have way too many rules. That's life, right? Yeah, but like I didn't care. I was like, oh, all right. as soon as they told me all the rules, I was like, how can I figure out a way around this? We're googling shit. They're like, they're like, this, this is a dry campus. I was like, how can I get some alcohol on this campus? What are the penalties? <laughs> or is it worth getting fined? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we Good. um we we grew a lot there. Yeah, I definitely grew a lot because I was definitely the same person I was when I when I came there. <laughs> yeah, <that's the> <laughs> Tolerance increased like crazy. Yeah, livers changed, mind frame has changed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's um, I miss it. I actually want to go back. Um, it's I funny. I had off. Foot on I, I had off a couple, a couple days ago. I was like, fuck it. I might just like take the E or F train out there and just go see what the fuck's going on. But then I realized it was winter break. So I, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna head out there, and no one's gonna be it's out there. Strange, but man, I was okay. saying, like, one of these days, like, let's just relive college. Let's just go back there, all take off. Just that shit is far. Yeah, yeah let's, I let's th- try to go in our old dorms. And That's some false advertising, though. We are like, they made it seem like they were oh like right in New York, York City. York. <laughs> we are New York. Bullshit, they like, they like borderline we Long are, Island. Uh, yeah, we are the edge of New York City. Yeah, them motherfuckers is out there. But they said 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes to Midtown Manhattan. God. Sorry, I couldn't control that. Even though what 59 is the first stop on the <laughs> Sorry. that's still not even after the Q46. God Almighty, yeah. shout to y'all. <laughs> yo, I don't even like imagine. Like, yo, remember we used to come out in the city? Oh get, my god, get goodness. fucking blasted and, and then go back to Queens to wait on a bus. <laughs> yeah. Yo. It was a, we guaranteed to see the sunrise because it was like oh. there's no way we were getting back. Yeah, either that or walk from 180th. Or yo, shout out to yo, shout out to Lou. I don't know how she dealt with me all those years because I was coming home blasted. <laughs> like y'all were man, blasted. Five o'clock in the morning, <laughs> trying to tap her to roll over. <laughs> 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 trying to kiss him at five in the morning, drunk as oh, shit. Like, Word. <laughs> But, but God bless oh, her because she always did it. She always did what I needed her to. I love her. Yeah, yeah, 
Word. But nah, that's the past. Anyway, yeah. but it was a good time. Yeah. Good time, Saint I John. remember when one time we came home from the club and Chris got mad. Remember when the bus left us? Oh yeah! Speaking of walks and watching the sunrise, Chris and got making the most of your situation, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> making the Hashtag most. Hypocrite. Hashtag So Chris saying he's okay. diverse and shit. We walking it. down. We missed the bus, so we like fuck it. So I start playing Young Jeezy. So yeah, we're music fiends. Right? <laughs> I was so. He was off. in the front. He was in the back. All we hear is oh, playing this fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Was we that a 40 like, minute walk? Yeah, oh, we God. were like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> we just, <laughs> all right, let me give some contact. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't going up front. You look back, just, <sighs> here we go with this shit. Are oh, you guys serious? <laughs> I, I was going through some shit. We, 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 uh, and yo. It was just rough, man. We just missed the bus. And when go, you missed the bus, it's either at like five in the morning. Yeah, is that what he just drove by us yeah. intentionally? Yeah. We ran and we waved him. Oh, down karma and Chris caught is you. Like, what the fuck? Son yeah. Of a bitch. Oh, I, I remember his face. What a crew. I saw him. Oh. I remember his I'll face. Never what bus that. is that? The Q forty six. Forty six. Yeah, you missed that at like three, four in the morning. It's we, a wrap. We, we got out the train. Yeah, we ran to that initial one down the block from the train. Yeah, we realized he wasn't stopping. So then we run back. It's across the highway. And he still didn't stop? No, no he did. Right and many others. And like five, oh, I'd have been tight. Five uh, little Mexican dudes yeah. who obviously just gotten off of like working at a restaurant or like late night shift. And we, well, we like a pack of running like nut yeah. jobs down like uh, Union Turnpike. And we were just like, wait for us. And then we beat him. We were like, fuck. We were panting. We we're like, oh, God, Got we it. He's coming by. He doesn't even stop. He just kind of like smirks and keeps look. going down. Yeah, it was like. Wait, y- y'all walked all the way from Kew Gardens all the way back to St. John's? Yeah. 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 Y'all wild. Yeah. This guy. Exactly why I was upset. Yeah, I'd have been tight like, too. started singing. I was like, God damn it. We man. had no alternative. We were poor. <laughs> and by the time we passed that <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, that. that's, when the fa- that's when the first bus passed. I was by. just about to say, why don't y'all take an Uber or a cab? But it I forgot. Exist. What? <laughs> Bro, Say, no, work study. No, I was saying, no, St. John's. I was poor as fuck. Yeah. Where it was Uber? Twenty dollars was a hundred. That, that, that beautiful <laughs> unicorn. What we getting this. like? What we getting back then? Like seven twenty five an hour. Yeah, look, yeah, I don't even. I were like clocking yeah, uh, at two hundred routine. What even? Every two weeks. <laughs> yo, it. It's funny because now we can play my money and shit. I'm like, yo, I don't know how the fuck I survived back then. Over Same that. here. Meal plan. <laughs> like, how did I survive? <laughs> meal plan. Like, how did we survive? You picked that? the right meal. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh God. God. Where y'all was making like $62 every week, Oh, my week, God. Right? I would that disgusting. summer schedule was a godsend. We're going to pay $400 every two weeks. Thank <laughs> that felt like a lot of money back what? then. Now I'm like, it what? Everything, yeah. That's still a lot of money. I'm like, 400 bucks. I'll every two every weeks? Two weeks? <laughs> oh, every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you write me a check for 400 bucks on top of what I'm making? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, exactly. <laughs> on top. Imagine <laughs> just trying to survive off of that alone. Let me add that. Yeah. No, that that, that wouldn't be in the street. That might cover a bill. A bill. So I have a question then for all of us. What's your favorite part of living in New York City? Oh God, God, just one. I mean, we could go all day. Word. I give you like a like I could just I I just get okay one uh, that comes to mind. I just get on the train and experience a whole different part of the city. Mm. Like versus like living in like I don't know like a rural town in the Midwest where I'm just I don't know I'm just accustomed to one thing. Mm -hmm. I could get that in a certain section of the city. Hop on a train or take a cab and experience a whole different thing just a couple of minutes apart from each other mm-hmm. without having to leave my state or my yeah. five boroughs. Mm. Yeah, it's a city within a city. Like yeah. You can, like, you can get lost. Many I, pockets. But. I'll take days off and I'll just like walk around and it's just like, it's just weird. I mean, it, weird in a good way, but like, it's, there's no limit. Like, if you can't have fun in this city, that's a you problem. That's not a, a city problem. <laughs> like, talk to somebody in, 
Oklahoma and like some Ooh. of their problems. Like you know, it's like Max Kevin Durant. <laughs> you see, he was out. <laughs> <laughs> he served his bid. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta enjoy it. It's it's a wild ride. But and someone told me this once. New York has a really beautiful way of like when you're up, it lifts you up. It puts you on its shoulders, and you feel like you're on top of the world. But when you're down, you're having a bad day. It just your metro car doesn't work. Like someone pushes you, you into an argument. It just kicks you when you're down. So. It's a very, um, you know, it's a very yin yang city. You gotta roll with it. You gotta mm. stay positive because if you're not positive here, mm. I, I've met a lot of fuddy daddies and people who just like, "Whoa, is me," and they're always gonna be like that because New York won't reward them. But if those who like appreciate New York and life in general, I feel like New York has a way of rewarding them with like great experiences, great friends, and mm-hmm. great moments in life. Um, New York is a very um, it's very spiritual, I feel. That's life in general, though. Like, your outlook on life has to be mm-hmm. positive in order for you to attract positive things. Absolutely. Because if, if you're, like, constantly looking for negative things, it's all you're going to see within, we'll with, find you. within yeah. that situation. <laughs> yeah. You're going to always focus on negative. But, yeah. like, if you're focused on positive, a lot of negative things might happen to you, but, you know, you just might bypass them because you're not as focused on them. Yeah, it's a law of attraction. It's, yeah, um, and I truly believe that's why I try mm-hmm. to get, put, a, put out as much positive energy into the yeah. world as possible. One of uh, my favorite... Uh, Athletes and characters, and I'm sure you've all seen me post them on social media. Conor McGregor, that's his his his, yeah, twin. Yeah. his philosophy. You're very kind. Um, <laughs> but, lie. Yeah. I think of him when I think of you when I see his picture because you love him so why much. Yeah. kept throwing those photos out there. I wanted this law of attraction, <laughs> yeah. but that's his whole thing. He doesn't even envision himself losing. It's it's not even a, it's not even a, a realm of reality that he can think of. He just thinks of him victorious and where he wants to be. And it's funny because I I did follow him before he was megastar on the Floyd Mayweather field and he was just this guy from Ireland and even back then he was like yeah I'm going to be a two weight world champion I'm going to have more money than I know what to do with and I'm going to be a happy man and two years later as I followed him and that's the beauty about this time and social media and I, I've actually followed him through this process he's exactly that he's got more money than he knows what to do with he's a two weight world champion it's all because he envisioned it in his mind and that's you know for me as someone who kind of works and goes to work every day i use that as motivation like hey mm-hmm. doesn't matter whether you're fighting in an octagon or if you're going to work and trying mm-hmm. to sell space it's it's the law of attraction and how you approach life and if you can just stay positive over time i think the the world will reward you yeah as long as you see yourself somewhere and actually like stay on that that path and do everything that's in your power to get there, you'll get yeah. there. Well, Jarrell's a great example because, like, Jarrell, since the time I met him, was like, I, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to move to New York. I'm going to be successful. And uh, there was no – ever since I met you, there was no, like, that was it. You know what's funny? A lot of people tell me that, and I forget that I that I've, that I ever told people yeah. that when I first met them. Like, because I was just talking to um, – I don't say his name. But I, I was talking to this attorney I met years ago. But I didn't know he was an attorney, but he found me on LinkedIn, and he was like, yeah, you remember you met me on the train? And I was like, no. And he's like, yeah, you were, talk- you were telling me that you were telling me that you're going to be a lawyer and all this other stuff, da 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 And he's like, it was- it's nice to see that you're a lawyer now. And I was like, oh, thanks. But it was just weird because, like, I don't I- – I truly believe in, like, speaking out my dreams and everything I'm- I want to do. And that was weird because now that I've actually gotten to this point that I've done it, I'm like, what else can I do, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what else can I do? I'm going to do something else now. Yeah, I wanna- you can't settle. Yeah, no, I want to keep going because – because, I, I mean, granted, like, now nah, I made to be an attorney, but then in my circles, there's a bunch of other attorneys, you know? And I'm like, all right, cool. You guys are doing better than me. How can I get there? I'm like, I well, constantly look for better things to do. Here's a question. Do you think you'll ever settle? Do you think there's ever a number in life that you hit or there's, like, a moment where you've achieved everything? You're kind of just like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna, you know, enjoy enjoy the what's left of life and just kind of relax. Or is there always striving for greatness? Because I go back and forth with it. You gave me $30 million. I might just go on an island with a beautiful girl and call it a life. 
but you know, mm. there are moments where I'm like, no, I want to take 30 and make it 100. And I go back and forth with it. So yeah. I always, is there a number or is there a moment in life where you're like, I've done everything I want to do? Is that specifically is that me? possible? Oh, good. That's for everybody. Oh, it's that. definitely possible. For me, I think, yet yeah, it will be. No, actually, no. I think I always, like, strive for something. But right now, I think it's great living in the city. I have, like, an unhealthy obsession with, like, mm-hmm. trying to be. And I think you have to be Preach. wired like that right now. Word. But I feel like as we get older and, like, God willing, we achieve our dreams, it's always good to, like, look for it and work towards something. But it won't It won't be the same amount of drive. Yeah. yeah. I still like drive and try to work, but it won't be like as it is now. Yeah, but I think that's that's good. No, that's normal because like the hunger right now is like off the charts. Like yeah. as you said, it's kind of unhealthy. Like how much I'm obsessed with things I want to do right now, yeah. and like my, the process of me getting it, and like me just not being happy until it actually happens. But when you know you get to a point where you're just like extremely successful, you have to kind of take a step back and appreciate what you're doing. You know, or then yeah, or what you've done. It's never gonna be enough. Yeah, then you'll never you just never be happy. You know. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's, someone sent me, I was at an alumni event a few years back, he goes, pick a number, it's this old dude, like, Italian dude, he was in finance, like, pick a number, when you hit it, walk away, I was like, okay, like, uh, <laughs> I was like, and I never forget, I was like, what was you going he goes, 10 million, I was like, have you hit it, he goes, nope, but I ain't walking away, I was like, alright, well, fair enough, like, you know, but I do, like, I have certain things in life that I want to achieve, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. so, you know, there's certain things, like, um, but I wonder if once I achieve those things, is there going to be something else, like, you, know, you look at like wealthy people, right? They have their house and their car, but then there's another wealthy guy with the jet and a boat. It's like, and that's what it's about. Does it ever? Because because it's, it's about it's about your circles. Like it's truly about your circles. Because like when like I'm around like for example, you guys are like my my family. Like they're like, wow, you know, you ma- you made it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then I'm around all my other friends who are like who went to, who uh, who also went to law school, who also passed the bar, who also are lawyers now, and like say they're like making you know double what I'm making or something like that. And I'm with them, and I'm just like shit. I need to be doing exactly what you're doing. So it's like literally like, you know, the like the higher you get up in life, your circles kind of change a bit. And then you feel like you need to be doing exactly what those people are doing. Because yeah. if you're a billionaire, you have one billion, someone around you has four billion, you're like, damn, why the fuck don't I have four billion? You know, yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to like deal with that that inner struggle of like just wanting more. Well, it's so funny because I was talking to my coworker, Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Um, not, no, not, not, not. <laughs> Beltrami. Um, but he was like, you know, if I could just like you know, have enough money live in my apartment the rest of my life, I'd be happy. I was like, yeah, me too. Like, you know, I share an apartment with my, my roommate, Sebastian. Shout out to Sebastian. I, I would be happy. Like, there's not much more I need in life. And I think that's something that's very rare about this this age group that we're in. It's like, you know, we've kind of gone back. We don't need as much because, you know, you can kind mm-hmm. of, you know, you have on-demand access to luxuries. Like, if I want to go ball out and go to Club Makadu and have some cigars and whiskey and talk to the mm-hmm. old girls, I can do that on a Friday night. I might have to not eat lunch for a couple days, but I can do it. You know, <laughs> I like, might not have to eat you know, lunch. Like, I can, like, you know, there's ways for me to experience different things in life. But, you know, I could honestly go through life at this level, and, and maybe this is me settling, but I could be happy. And maybe I, I won't achieve everything I want in life, but I'll be happy. And that's something mm. that right now is very comforting. Like, if I could do this with you guys every week, get, you know, have a couple beers, podcasts, you know, go out to dinner every once in a while, that's, you know, I don't need much. But, you know, I think everything changes also when you have a family. Yeah, three little Christmas. I'm gonna go back to uh, Sal's question though about like what I like about New York, which is basically what you were talking about. Like, I think the nightlife here is just insane. Because you're a hoe. Yeah. Whoa. Mm. It's out there. Those are strong words, homie. 
Ladies is not a hoe. Whoa, come on now. <laughs> listen, listen. Every week. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Yo, well, you well, out here well, trying well, to hate. Well, well. This is from I the thought, man who I thought, every. I thought we were bros. This is from the man every <laughs> week wrong. who be shouting us out because we love Drake. <laughs> Shout y'all. Nah, you love women. I respect that. I hope all y'all do. Yeah, well, I, I, it's already shown. Out yeah, of man. I mean, like, nah, you're not a hoe. I'm not a hoe. I appreciate recovery. Ryan. I appreciate the. I appreciate the opposite that sex. Nigga, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why like, I appreciate the opposite sex. <laughs> there you go. But nah, we all, but I think like, we all do. But. but nah, if you go out like in New York City, speaking of that, the quality of women is just top notch. But just the nightlife and like. It's just so much shit going on here. Like, for example, like things close later here, things close at four. Then after that, they have after hour spots that don't close to like noon the next day if you actually are really about that life. Yeah. And like, and as Kev was saying, like all these different neighborhoods and areas, the nightlife is different in every area. Like uh, two weeks ago, I was in the Heights and I was like, God bless America. Like, <laughs> like the Heights is like completely different than like us hanging out in Midtown Manhattan mm-hmm. or us even going to like Williamsburg and Brooklyn or doing whatever we're doing. Or like going to Lower East Side, but it's just the nightlife here is insane. It's different in sections. It's oh, like you God. could go down and shout out to Black Burger. Uh, <laughs> you could go go to the club, you could go to the bar, and then they'll have food. It's open. Not like when we when we went to Philadelphia with Chad or when you went to school. Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Things weren't even open. Sometimes. Yeah, anytime I leave. No, nah, it's just like here you have access to, to so, anything. Like, but then you also can find like little hidden gems. Like what's the name of that bar on uh eighteen? One on the west side? It's on like fortieth and eleventh, I think. The guy where you, every every beer you get, you get a free hot dog. Oh, uh Rudy's. Yeah, yeah like some random dog. shit like that where you wanna have a chill night, but then like because back in the days when we were poor. What? <laughs> what? Or the work study checks. What? You go to buy a bag and a hot dog. And they cash only, so you were really seeing what you were spending. Oh, you had to take the Mongolian. You had to take the money out. You had to see what was coming out that $200. You had to check it. But imagine that you get you you get your little buzz on and you get some food. You like It's everything you want. The speakeasy is here. Crazy, it's just, it's just a totally different yeah, lifestyle. So much free stuff, too. Like, so yeah, much, you know, where to find, especially yeah, all these apps. Yeah, go to a park and have a mm-hmm. good time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you can, though. Seriously, it's crazy. you literally just have like a whole day in like Central Park, Prospect Park. Yeah, if you with, you, you you with your crew, if you're with yeah. the right people. And you'd be good the entire day. You see others bring things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Alaska, you that's know. what I've seen. Others, but too. I will say one thing. <laughs> I will say one thing, though. Like right now, it's like probably like 13 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. But nothing beats New York City in the summertime. No, nothing. Like Fire hydrants open. This it. New York City in the summertime. It, rooftop season is mm. insane. Sundresses. <laughs> yo, that's a, that's a, you, yo, I might be hope. That's, that's all I was thinking about too. I was like, yeah. I was like, rooftop bars, nice rooftop season. You beat me too. All like, I saw was women in my head. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Shout out to the women in New York. Word. Y'all, there's some beautiful women out here in New York City. And I'm shouting y'all all out. Yeah. Keep doing what y'all do. Mm-hmm. You inspire us. Word. Don't let, the, don't let the winner dissuade you. Later. Word. Don't Maintain don't. your habits. Don't let the winner <laughs> work. Be right back in the sixties and seventies in no time. Keep that that don't that, slip. Summer, that summer closet open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of competition. But yeah, New York City is crazy. But um, St. John's, for example, we jump all over the place. But St. John's, like, that's okay. we had we can jump. We had double J's. Uh, they probably shut down now. Yeah. We uh, Traz got shut down. Yeah, no. Parsons. Yeah, Traz got shut down. Iguanas. Traz was funny though. Like Traz was like literally like they had a, a cop there as the bouncer, 
Who like knows? The like yeah, who knew they were serving other eggs? Like, and it was the way people, <laughs> it wouldn't even serve it. Come in. <laughs> you have to show okay. your storm card ID. Yeah, not yeah. even your license. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, they they would take your St. John's He's ID so and not, and not, <laughs> and not your license. They knew we were all under twenty one. Word, shout out to corruption, real quick. Word, and yo, we would get there. We'd Maybe be bl- yo, we be blasted before we get there. We'd have some yeah. four locos, crazy shit back in the days, allegedly. and it, and it shut. Word, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> And they just and they, and they just show up to this bar lit as fuck, mm-hmm. and they would still let you in. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't care about they you. Even, yeah, they didn't even ask you to get it straight. Just give me an idea. What night was that? Was it Tuesday night at Trads? It was the, Wednesday. The, the nice fluctuated. And then it changed to Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. We all up to the night. Shout yeah. out, yo. I, I, so I don't think I don't know that girl's name, but remember that 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 night at Trads? Oh my goodness. The first night. Well, I thought Chris was really kept finding twelve. So let's just. <laughs> God, that was. I was like, damn, you're lucky. This is the first night. This is the first night I actually go out with all, with all these guys. Uh, Kevin invited me out to go to Traz with them. <laughs> so we're all drunk as fuck. And Chris is like, <laughs> Chris. I kept finding 20 I, like, I found $20. I'm like, oh, wow. That's, that's amazing. Why is he go so lucky? <laughs> he found $20 like four times. Come yeah. to find out, you just go into the ATM, ATM and take it. And he kept being like, lobs. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting lobs, tequila <laughs> shots. God, I was so stupid. Instead of taking $80 out, I took $20 out and got charged the, the fee? transaction fee every time. Mm. We made, me and Kevin were like, you think he know? We were like, just leave him. Yo, I really didn't know. I think nah, Kev, Kev really was like, damn, he's lucky as shit. <laughs> That's when I got my Mr. This is fourth top five to $20. <laughs> That's when uh, Lauren Duran, uh, he, uh, Mr. Oh, Generous. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Shout out to Lauren Duran. Word, shout, shout out, out to, to Lauren. Lauren. OG Duran. Out there. Yeah, the crew. The out the there holding one. down, out there holding down the bay. God, he a... was the first one to put me on the 151. Mm, yeah, I'll never likewise. forget that day, and I never turned away from it since. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that's my that baby. night. Remember that that girl? God bless her. I already know where y'all going with this. No, legend a, Yo, <laughs> legend I don't know. Lee. She a legend. She a legend in my book. Why? She was like, I don't know how we got this conversation, but she was like, I don't. I think. Did you ask her? Or did I ask her? We were like a duo. Yeah, it was, was we were, we're on and she, she was laughing. Somehow we was like, yo, show me your tits. <laughs> she was like, as soon as he, the male dude made it clear <laughs> yeah. that wasn't her boyfriend, I was like, let's commit. Yeah, and then she, and let's she, commit. She as was I'm like, finding a $20 bill no. on the other side of the bar. And she, and she dead ass was like, but everyone's going to see me. So, <laughs> we're, so no, we're, yeah, no. Then it got huddled up. We're going to. <laughs> <laughs> so, me and Kev like, nah, we'll guard you. Huddled up around the, yo. <laughs> She was Texas. about that life, middle trash, just tits out. I was like, God, I was like, God bless you. Slap the shit out of my daughter. College, yo, college was so fun. I come back, I hey guys, what's up? Hey, you have no idea what you just. Said. <laughs> yo, like, you surely think oh, you walked yeah, away? We, yeah, I was like, Chris, you, you missed titties. Yeah, one of them cliche TV scenes as soon as. Worst minute of my life. Chris, you missed titties. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> the guy buys around misses the titties, man. It's... You heard you? You had to go buy, steal twenty dollars, and you know. Yeah. Bought a tequila shot. You know what? I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. That Thank was a you. good night. Wait, wait. Remember the McFadden bus trips? Oh. Talk about illegal. All the way, all the way to City Stadium. Talk about illegal. Or City Field? Is it City, City Field? City Field. Yeah, the shuttle. they had they had shuttles. They would they would come to our yeah, college. when they first started up. <laughs> oh my a god! I couldn't believe it. Whenever ask, you gotta ask yourself, how are you open? Yeah. As you for, the oh as for god, locos hit the country, as it hit. Epidemic. Hey, Yo. Yeah, we lost some good people that year. We lost Kev lost at least five years of his life. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Time out. So sophomore no, before sophomore year started. Oh, I moved dear in God. I moved in early, right? So it's me, Kev, 
Lauren, Lauren, and uh, this kid Lavelle. Uh, and Lauren convinces that we should. Lauren convinces we should build a tower of four locos. Like we literally went to Double J and, and like built a tower of and four this locos. Is like people had uh, people were coming back early. It was getting yeah. Boring. So literally just us. I'm tired of seeing the yeah the yo, work study crew. Let's Lauren was like, "Yo, chug this first four loco." Yeah. You know, Lauren. Lauren's if you guys people don't know Lauren, but Lauren's insane. Lauren his, has no run his, if you see him. His tolerance is through the roof. Like, yeah. chug this four loco. So I'm sitting down in the chair, right? I chugged the first one. I'm sipping the second one, right? And out of nowhere, I'm like, yo, I'm going to go play some music. I stood up. <laughs> my knees buckled. I was like, it was a rap. Like, that night just was. Lorel was, was uh, Lorel putting Lavelle and Lauren together. Lauren was very, pers- when it came to drinking, he Yeah, always, he'll catch you. He always. Oh, come on. Come on, pussy. Let's see, call you <laughs> pussy. And then you, and then you like, I ain't no pussy. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, oh my god, give me the drink. Then you wake, then you wake uh, up the next morning, wonder what sins you committed. Yeah, word. It should have been a pussy. <laughs> and Lauren will do it again the next day. Yeah, that was god. the thing. I was just like, where? Who is the no. greatest character you ever met at St. John's? Lauren. It really might be Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Heads down, Lauren. Either that. And or- I met a lot, but it, Lauren. His, his drinking abilities were just like literally like that night we got twisted and like I remember I I, I wasn't even functioning until like five the next day and Lauren texted me at like twelve and was like yo what are we doing tonight and I was like nothing <laughs> we're going to Mongoris <laughs> like I'm trying to sleep stay in my bed <laughs> like oh god yeah when he pledged though it was like the, not dark but where you at where, dog? Where's, where's Lauren and it's just like. So, but that's when everyone working plays, around though, for the most part. Walking around camp beside no, it was just like we 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 will all party with him mm-hmm. so much and then you're missing for three months. It's like what the And it's fuck? funny because he knew all the girls like randomly. He yeah. knew like almost every girl at St. John's. He was well connected. He was a I kid. met him the first day with Armand Armand. Shout out to Armand. He needs to yeah. come out. Yeah. Oh yeah, it'd be a good one. Yeah. yeah. Him and Armand were going in talking the first day to everybody, every girl. So when I first met around. Lauren, I was like I like I would literally me and Lauren were walking down the strip. And mad girls kept stopping and talking to him. And then, like, by association, I got spoken to, too. And I was like, yo, you know her? You know her? Eyes are just wide as shit. I'm like, yo, you know her? You know her. See, Kevin and I were the opposite. Yes. We'd walk down the strip and... Girls would walk away from us. Right? <laughs> uh, it wasn't, no, it wasn't that strong. Damn, yeah, it wasn't that strong. Kev had the waves. Kev oh, had the waves. It wasn't waves. that strong. Had, like, yeah. all red it definitely was not connected. No. I was looking at a girlfriend. That's back when Kev had. Kev had a sidekick back then. Nah, that's <laughs> back. That's back when the I had bo- a lot of things back then. With, with, it, I, you had a sidekick too, Chris. Sidekick too? Yeah, his girlfriend. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Oh man! Oh the, no, he means the phone. I had that sidekick too, oh, but yeah, he means no, the phone. No phone. Yeah. I, I always talking about this party. We, yeah. you were with me. There was a party <laughs> where they were like, "Put your phones up in the air." This is freshman year. When I had to look at that sidekick, <laughs> and I held it up and shame, I really, like, I meant, I the made a commitment the there. Yeah, I gotta get a three GS. I made a commitment then and there. They said, "Oh, that's, that's back when." That's back when Blackberries were popping, though. When they yeah. started. R.I.P. to them. When they started. Nah, I knew iPhones were the wave. I was like, No, I meant like, obviously. No, yeah, yeah, they were. Because BBM I, was popping. I held on to Blackberry. We oh, did. I know. Yeah, we had word. He was, this, you were probably the, the only one. the of business. Huh? He was probably the only they, they one. They really marketed that way, though. Yeah, I didn't know. It made you, it made you feel like, like in order to be a businessman, you had to have a Blackberry. Yeah. It says the kid who was flunking out of like a bunch of classes. <laughs> but you got the degree now, though. That's all that matters. Word winning, up. winning. Proud college graduate. Word. Got to that piece of paper. That's all that matters. Boosting hey, well, my market that, right? value. What a joke that you need to spend over six figures to get this little certificate. Mm-hmm. Granted, I learned a lot in college. God, I loved it. It was great experiences. But like, what a little trap we're in, right? In I don't society. want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I like, saw a couple nicks out paid there. Paid it today it. with my, my, my monthly. I, I'll never forget, I had a conversation with my mom. She actually got very I'm late on it. She got so upset with me. She was like, I was like, I thought college was a little waste of money. She was like, why would you say that? I was like, well, you know, hear me out. Like, I'm not saying it because I didn't enjoy learning and, and, and classes and my friends and experiences, but the fact that you need to spend an egregious amount of money where you have to go into debt to qualify for a job 
and that's just obscene. And then it gets crazier because now in life, if you really want to move up, you really want to be successful, it's not undergrad. You have to get spend back. Your yeah, get yeah, back. Yeah, let's yeah. go get your MBA. Let's go do this and that. And then what does that typecast people? People with money are able to do that, but like if you mm-hmm. are coming from a place where you don't have that. How are you going to succeed in life, right? You have to take out a loan. So even if you make it, you have to be paying back all these like loans for the next you know twenty years. It's like putting yourself in excessive yeah. debt. But this is what's really beautiful about our generation <clears throat> is that we're kind of going away from that, right? So mm-hmm. like now you don't you know don't get me wrong. It's great to have an education if you can if, you, if that's if, what you if want. That's what you want. Rock yeah. it, go for it, and like there's there's nothing wrong with learning. But mm-hmm. maybe that's not what you do. It doesn't mean you're you're typecasted to be a loser who's selling T-shirts at you know Union Square. No, you can start your own business. You can do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And our generation is moving very much to an entrepreneurial kind of environment. And that's kind of very much the success of WeWork. A lot of our members are just people are like you know fuck the system. I'm gonna do what I want to do. I'm gonna sell hats. I'm gonna you know create a new way to buy insurance. I'm gonna do what I think is best. And it doesn't matter if I have an MBA. It doesn't matter if I have an undergrad. As long as I hustle. You know, that's all that really matters. And I create a product that people want. Mm-hmm. And that's something that is, I mean, if you looked at it 20 years ago, like, people would laugh at you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like become a lawyer, become a stockbroker, become a doctor. It's like, fuck that, man. Like, do what you, yeah. you want to do. Mm-hmm. Don't do what your dad wants you. Don't do oh, no. Trust me. Every time my fucking student loans get fucking taken out my fucking account. As I'm talking to a lawyer, I realize No, I'm like, no, no. But I'm saying, so, like, my, my concept in, like, being a lawyer, even, like, me being a lawyer is, like, eventually for me to be my own boss. I, mm-hmm. I never want to work for someone for the rest of my life. Yeah. But like, like the whole concept of like school in America is to push you to work for someone oh, though. Yeah. Like get this degree so you look more marketable for this company or yeah. something like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I don't want to work for someone for the rest of my life and I know I'm not going to. You'll have to to learn. I, yeah, no. So I was I, just going to say that. I have friends out there and whoever's listening, it, I don't want to say nine to fives or working for someone is necessarily the way to go. But in order for you to gain the correct experience mm-hmm. for the field that you want, you do have to have like a mentor or something. Oh, of course. Like I work for a firm so, now. But I'm just saying, like, I just I already know in the back of my mind, like I'm envisioning my plan to get plan. To, to, to be on my own. Like yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna be on anyone else's that's I don't wanna be on any anyone else's time. Yeah. No, but people get confused with that saying, Oh no, nah, I don't ever want to Yeah, that's work. true. And yeah, no, like, no, no. Because you, 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 you need that experience. You yeah, need you exactly. need you need to talk to someone who uh who's Done older it. than you. No. Figure out their mistakes, what path oh, they took, like, and that's, that's especially that's, when you're in a specialty of law. Like, yeah, that's that's is important. There's though. a hierarchy to that, you know. Like, there's there's learning from your elders to a degree. But mm-hmm. the cool thing about our age is like a lot of the businesses are disrupting markets. It's a business that never yeah. existed. And the internet is is, is like just oh, yeah. we we killing the internet. Great, yeah. us right now. Great equalizer. Yeah, yeah the, internet. the internet makes like it really showcases true talents mm-hmm. yeah. and like true ambitions and true work ethic. Because now, like for even like for example, like in the music industry, I was listening to uh, the Locks episode today on Taxstone, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how mm-hmm. like literally all you need is to put your music online. You don't you don't have to like stand outside the record label oh. anymore and like be like pitching your music to someone really heavy. Like no, yeah. put it online, get a mu- what? No, Jada Kiss was like, um, you can never be blackballed if you have Wi Fi. Like, yeah, you can yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Sim- simple yeah. and plain, it's well, so true. I mean, there's an artist right now. He's I mean, his album is I'm not gonna lie, he's one of my favorite albums of the year. It's Post Malone. He just got discovered off one song. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, and look at it now. Person, World right? Tours with Justin Bieber. Yeah, he's yeah. killing it. And that's just an independent artist. I mean, actually, he might have signed. I don't know. but like, He signed now, but... Uh, you know, but but like, yeah, but he, yeah, he, he got like, signed through being an independent artist. Through having one song. Was that, last February we heard that? And yeah. yeah. And, and look at him now. what, 18? 19? He's like 20. He's not even 21. Yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's like 20, and I think. I now. mean, he, 
the album in Estonia is one of the. It the is best. pretty good. It's really good. It's fine. I listened to that one song you told me about, and it, I, I listened to the whole too. damn yeah. album after the, that. Yeah, I, yo, I so like I I heard that song randomly. I had my phone on shuffle. It's a track called "Up There," and uh, I ain't gonna lie, I, I was sitting in the crib. I had a couple I had a couple of glasses of wine in me. And I was like, damn, this song fire. Like, cause it's, it's like it's like that kind of vibe though. Like if you smoking or if you drinking, like the vibe is really high. Uh, I'm gonna get some more beer, so I'll be <laughs> But the vibe is really high, so it makes it, you know, it it feels good to listen to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I sent it to I sent it to, you know, Kevin Styles. Like, yo, check this song no, out. I checked it out and I knew cause everything I heard from him and like little like Lucy's White Iverson, too young, but he drops like a couple what? tracks, the one with Quavo, one with Justin Bieber. Yeah. Everyone I listen to him like Oh, this is catchy. Yeah. You add up like six catchies. It's like. And that right, up there track, track is catchy. He's like literally just like, I want to go up there. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not, re- I'm not religious, but I'm speaking to some, what do you say? I'm not religious. I'm speaking to what, whatever spiritual body's up there. Something like that. And I was like, oh, all right. Like, Have y'all seen his interview on, um, I think it was the, it might have been the Breakfast Club. Is that when he bought his girlfriend? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah. That. Charlamagne was shitting on him. <laughs> OD, but yeah, he's he being was, real though. But he was he's humble no as way. fuck. He was yeah. like, I don't try. I'm not trying to be black. He was shit on him though. He, but he was he being real to. though because he was like, yo, like you're not gonna still be to. with her. Yeah, this ain't gonna last. This ain't yeah, gonna last. Can't but you, you know what's funny though? He's giving that real shit though. Yeah, that's what I saw. It is. You the know, odds are high. Girl to with Justin Bieber. <laughs> he's on the a women, handful yeah. of people. And what you're saying in your music is not gonna turn women away. Yeah, and she like, yeah, and she like lived in Dallas. Like she lived in Dallas. He travels all the time. Nah. I wouldn't even set myself up for that kind of failure. Yo, you never answered. About yeah, what do you love about New York, bro? What? If, not only that, but also, um, is there ever enough? You never answered. Oh, so that you got it two was questions. Coming, now. It was coming about. It was gonna come around full circle. But basically, what I like about New York City, mm-hmm. um, not so much the competition, because I think from my being from when we graduated to around 23, 24, I wasn't hating, but I would research like a lot of clothing brands and stuff, mm-hmm. um, especially New York based, and try to see what they're doing and see how I can. Uh, oh, shout out to Chris for resu- resupplying. Shout us. out to WeWork. They've been we blessing us with this with this beer. This beer is yeah, awesome. Thank you man. for the access, Chris. <laughs> I don't thank even you. fuck with beer. Hey man, but uh, piling those calories on, but it's dope. <laughs> yeah, it's <been laughs> they, they take care of independent uh, artists such as ourselves. So. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I think what I like about New York is I remember just going on the subway by myself freshman year in high school and looking at a lot of the posters on the like the, the advertisements, um, looking at people um, and sort of getting ideas and, and wondering what what is possibly going on in their life or like what I, I could come up with stories every day and like, oh, this person looks like this because maybe they're going through this and. I would take maybe a, I, my commute was like two hours from school uh, to home. Shit. Going to St. John's it was two hours, so I, I've always lived two hours away from the city. So commuting's like, a way of life, right? It's the it's almost therapeutic. Yeah, because you could be on a train and it, it, it forces you to calm no down. Down, yeah. Once you have a seat, it's exactly. like all right, you have to sit and relax. Like Especially when I, if you're underground. I'm sorry, because yeah, you can't yeah. touch you can't your do phone. Anything. Yeah. And I hate when people are on their phone because it's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's the perfect time listening to Cooling Out, people. Download that shit. (laughs) Offline, yeah. Hey, uh, Um, Ryan, I actually have a question for you. If you... um, Anyway, but... uh, Oh, wow. I love you. I love you. We're back in the suite. This is not not how we treat the guests out here. Four glasses of beer for everybody. But no, actually, it's actually something I actually wanted to ask you regardless of the podcast is, so obviously, 
your clothing brand is something that's really important to you and it's something that I actually really admire about you. What are two brands that one you think are up and coming, one brand that's up and coming that people don't know about if you want to rep a brand that's not yours, obviously, and then one that's kind of an established brand of clothing that you're like admire as, as not only a brand, but the way they, they do business. Is there like a Nike out there or an Adidas you're like, damn, like they just do it the right way. And then there's a, maybe a brand like a life where it's like a little bit under the radar and people don't know about it. And it's just like, they make great clothing, mm-hmm. great quality and stuff like that. So that, that brings it back to the question. Like New York is full of personality. So mm-hmm. I always try to figure out people while I'm on the subway as like a way to just relax and calm down. Um, so I noticed a lot of what people were wearing when I was younger. I think when we was in high school, ice creams were like, one of the biggest shoes that were mm-hmm. out. So it was the, the, the oh no, Bape. It was the, the with the star on the side and it was patent leather and a lot of, mm-hmm. and they looked like Uptown. Just so I used to ugly. fuck, I used to, uh, <laughs> they some, fucking with I ugly. bought some knockoffs for 20 <laughs> Yeah, bucks. I remember yeah. You, you showed me them yeah. and I felt bad for you. But, but, uh, <laughs> I Our, did. No, I, I felt bad for myself after spending money on those things. <laughs> after, but you spent a good price. Yeah, after it rained, they were gone, man. It was cardboard. <laughs> Damn. But um, I think, if I had to pick a brand, um, there's two brands that I actually worked with um, in a in a clothing store called Respace, which was founded by Jeff Staple. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but he came out with an iconic sneaker called the Pigeon Dunk, and it was actually in the newspaper as one of the first sneakers to ever like go. People were going berserk for it. They were waiting outside in New York, and policemen had to come and basically watch them. It was one of the first times in New York that that happened. Um, so there's two dudes I worked with. One um, is called City Kids, and another one is called Courts. And one I- one is basically describing the city life of a regular human, a, a city kid basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is called Courts, where they they sort of just they feed off of the basketball vibe and use that toward what message they're trying to spread across. So they actually have a shirt when I was working with them called um, Stop Reaching. And it said stop reaching, but it had a police officer reaching for his holster. Oh, and oh. it was like, it was shout out to the people, the, the group that did it, but it was one of the best things. And it made me want to elevate my, you know, um, my talents in, in illustrator. Um, so that's what I like really about New York is that you can be motivated and inspired anything you see. Mm. And it's just, I could go to North Carolina and drive, and I might not see the same thing as if I'm on a subway with you know 80, 100 people yeah. in one cart. Um, and then the brand I think inspires me the most is Bape. Bape, Bape is just they don't need anything. They they could put something out and anyone would know what it is. And that's New York in general. You mm-hmm. you have that. Um, you have that. What is it? You have that. Uh, When you have that reach, I guess, and people don't even have to look for you no more. That connection? Yeah, yeah, yeah like that connection with your, connection your audience with or yeah. your, your brand, how we connect to our age group. And, you know, we talk about sports and college and people gravitate towards us. They gravitate, they, people gravitate towards them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, that's what I like about New York is, and we could sit here and make a, I could make a shirt right now and we could do good or we could make a podcast and it'll do good. Like, mm-hmm. We just came from work and we all yeah. sitting here. Yeah. There's no limit to Mm-mm-mm. anything in life. 
right? At this point, right? There's no excuse. Well, I could do this. I could do that. No, like, yeah. you can do that. You can do this. Does New York inspire you guys? Like, 100%. just like being in New York City, does it inspire you? Yeah. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Without question. And it's that's crazy because we've grown up here. So think about mm-hmm. that. Kevin, Ryan, and I, we've been here forever. forever. And we're still inspired. Yeah. And then I talked to my dad, who's been here almost more than 50 years. He's still inspired. So that's something that's, you know, you talk to someone, talk, you know, again, not to shit on Oklahoma, but like, I don't know if they're still inspired about Oklahoma. They might look the Sooners. That's, like, <laughs> that's not who they are. That's the yeah. scene that they represent. Yeah. And that's mm. something that I noticed outside of, you, you look at outside New York, right? Everybody's into college football, Alabama this, Georgia that. And you know, it's like, because it's a team that they can like look at and it's like successful. When New York doesn't need a team in college sport, the, the city itself is successful. Mm-hmm. Each other. We have yeah. each other. Yeah. I'm from New York. That's like saying roll tide. Yeah, you know that's a that's and that's not a sport. It's like I I come from an area where I'm humble, but I I've seen success, and I am not gonna stop till I get there. And that's kind of yeah. when I'm not in New York, and I say I'm from New York, people are like, oh shit, and I'm like, yeah, damn right. No, damn I can right. I completely agree because like like when I was in North Carolina for three years, like I was just telling my cousin uh, uh D Green about this <clears throat> on the like, intro. Yeah, D Green. You know, you you guys know they know him already. They know him already. They know I'm the cool cool now intro. Check his music out. uh, At my name is D Green. But um, I was telling him like when I was in North Carolina, like my my motivation and inspiration to like be where I to like get to this level I am in in life now, it kind of died down. Like it's like you guys know, like I have I have destined for greatness tatted across my chest. And it was moments where I was like questioning, like yo, why did I get this? Like I could just be in North Carolina and just like live a normal content life. You know, but then as soon as I moved back up here, like, then my drive yeah. truly came back. I was, like, looking at, you know, I was looking at the top of buildings and lights. And I'm like, yo, someone works up there. Mm-hmm. Someone lives up there. Like, how the fuck? You know, I could do How'd that, too. Yeah, I can do that, too. You know, you just walk around people all day. You see, like, businessmen. And they, go, go ahead. Oh, no, as a, to piggyback off of what you said, I do the same thing. But I'll be like, someone built this. Yeah. yeah. And then look, they thought about it. It's, and they wasn't like, nah, we can't. Yeah, we it's, can't. it's all the same concepts. There's just so many people here. And there's so much money in New York City and, like, success and things to do. And like, whenever I'm walking around the city, I'm just like, damn. Like, even, like, if I have a bad day at work, when I go on my lunch break and I take a walk, I'm like, damn, I'm in New York. Like, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, damn, I'm walking around. I'm How in New York. How life be, right? Yeah, now. and I'm just so like, true. and I'm like, damn, I, I got to appreciate these things, you know? Mm-hmm. Today was a rough day for me. I'm like, I'm going to go podcast with my boy. Imagine that. Like, yeah. Some <laughs> we just get like, together to do yeah, a podcast. We're in the, you know, like, Fulton Center, Darth Vader's lair, you know, under sh- above Shake Shack. It's like, oh, yeah, life is... I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah I'll be all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll make it, right? You know, some poor kid, again, not to use How much they paid to renovate the let's, let's lose Alabama. Let's, yeah, just, let's just switch it up. Yeah, yeah. We might have a listener in Oklahoma who won't listen anymore. Somewhere. He's like, I wonder what it's <laughs> like in New York, right? But we're not really thinking, like, what's it like in Alabama? No, we're like, we're here. We've, yeah. And that's minds, like, we've, we've made it to where land of opportunity is. We just have to get there. And some people... They want to get here and then figure it out. So we're we're a little bit of a step ahead, which is kind of cool mm-hmm. and yeah. exciting. And it's kind of you know when you meet people from out of state, they're trying to figure all the shit out. And like, I got this figured out ten years ago. I'm a little bit ahead of you, and you know, good luck because like you know, I got my own path. Like that's the one thing I've learned. Like, bro, like you can't hold people's hands. Like Mm-mm. I tried to do that. <laughs> uh, I try to like <laughs> figure people out and like, oh my god, these poor people. They don't really know how to take a subway. They don't know how to do this. It's like, all right, you know what? You know, you'll make it. You'll make it. I, I gotta, I gotta figure my shit out. Like, I yeah. Know, yeah. Who I can help in life, right. right? You know, like 
until I reach that point of success, I can't. I can't. I, uh, I have to be greedy and worry about myself. And that's you know what's funny. So like my southern gentlemen, every now and then, like will kick back in, and I'm like, nah, let me help everyone. You know, cause I like so like I, I'm not greedy. Like I try to help as many people, as many people as I possibly can. More so on the advice side. Like I can't like dedicate all my time to helping everyone. And, and then not accomplish my own personal goals because, like, personally, I'm not where I want to be. Yeah, no. So, like, if I'm like, if I give you all my time, then you know, yeah, what do I have left for myself? Yeah. But I, I do think that it's important to like, you know, try to give back and you know, help people because I don't want people who make to make the same mistakes I make. You know, of course not. No, I hear you on that. It's interesting. It's it's um, it's cool, and it's also interesting to see people come from. And much respect to the people. A lot of people in my office, they they come from different parts of the country. It's like God bless, like. I'm I'm like nervous, and I grew up ten blocks away from like where we are. Mm -hmm. You you picked up everything. You went to school in a different state. You came here, and you're starting over. And then like, you know, there's a little bit of a struggle, and it's like you know, like it's it's hard for us, right? We have family here, we have friends, mm -hmm. we, we know the lay of the land. It's hard for us, right? I can't imagine coming here from Texas, Seattle, yeah, Oklahoma. I, I literally, I, I literally, I literally, went, I went to network. I went, I went to a networking event last Thursday, and there's a couple there. They just moved here from Oregon, mm -hmm. like just picked up and moved after law school. We're, we're going to New York City yeah. from Oregon. I was like, it's damn, inspiring. respect. It's very inspiring. It's I was like, trying to figure out how to get back up here from North Carolina. People just picked up and moved from Oregon. Yeah, and then it's no excuses. Like if they can figure their way out, they can get their like you know they can figure their shit out. There's yeah. no reason you myself, Kevin. We, we just gotta hustle. We just gotta keep grinding till till we reach that point. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, again, it's another example of seeing people in their environment coming from different. Environment. It's in inspirational. It's mm -hmm. just like the Empire State Building is inspirational. You see this giant structure. Who who's working up there? And then you see that shit is crazy. Well, who be turning on the lights at night? Yeah, exactly. Like, shit be mad. Who's colorful? paying for that electric bill? <laughs> but are. it's crazy because like, and I also and I also realize like the further you get in life. Like the more they pull the curtain back for you, and you start seeing so much yeah. different shit. Because like I go, I go to events like, yeah, I, know, I go to events all the goddamn time after work. Oh, so like you're cool. <laughs> nah, like you're net, cool. like networking events and things event, like that. But like I'll, I'll I'll meet I'll meet people and then like they'll sh invite me to another event and like but it's just like you like ram like end up in like these event spaces that you would have never known existed yeah. if you didn't know that person. You get this like. Uh, open bar, free food, and all this crazy shit. You just meeting all these cool people who are like doing all these interesting things around the city yeah. mm -hmm. that you have never, like, you would have never known if you, unless you like actually reached out and tried to meet someone. You know, and then it's just it's it's a cool thing. It's one thing that I think the kids our age, myself included, you don't network enough. Go to an event. Go to an like, just throw yourself in an in, in, a, in an opportunity where you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna lie, I was like, oh, I want to do this podcast. This is kind of I was like I was a little nervous, but like I, you know, I'm in this now and we're we're having a conversation. And yeah, we've done different conversations, but I'm so relaxed now. And it's like, you gotta throw yourself in a, a in, in a moment or an opportunity that makes you uncomfortable because then uncomfortable becomes comfortable. Like right mm -hmm. now, like I'm I'm cool. I'm holding this mic. I'm talking to you guys. I'm having a couple of beers. Like you talked to me an hour ago. I was like, oh fuck, I'm gonna be on a podcast. I'm gonna listen. Like what the fuck? Is, what's you have to throw yourself into uncomfortable situations, mm -hmm. not only in social aspects but in career aspects mm. and relationships. And relationships. You have to. Throw yourself into that fire because you never know what's going to come from it. Mm -hmm. I, some of the best dates in my life were with girls on Tinder or any other matchmaking app out there <laughs> where I was like, hey, you know what? I don't know about this, but you know what? Let me just go and see what happens. I've had amazing guys, and maybe not, you know, I'm not with them anymore. RIP to those girls, but I, I, <laughs> Boy, we got another hoe in this bitch. <laughs> 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 no. uh, there's no hoes in this but, room, ladies. I but, swear. 
I appreciate those <laughs> moments. And it's just like, I, I, some of them I still talk to. They're my friends now, which is crazy. Cause like, I, you know, fuck buddies. Yeah. Oh, I wish. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. No, we're actually legitimate friends. No. And that's cool. That's no, that's, that's happened before though. You can't be a, you can't that's be a New York. York. Yeah, cause you go on a date yeah, and you just have like a, a very natural connection with them, but you realize it's not gonna go anywhere. But you're still like, fuck it. I still, I like your energy. I like your vibes. Like you, exactly. you can stay in my life. Like yeah. We're not gonna fuck, but we'll be friends. Like, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Like, Maybe we'll fuck other times. Yeah. Let's give it ten years. Maybe we'll get really drunk. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's let this uh, investment mature over time. You know, like who knows? Like it, and that's just like the philosophy. Treating it like bonds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a ten-year government bond. No, not to look at it though. And relationships are somewhat an investment. They're not somewhat. They are. They are. In them, yeah. Well, if you look at it like that, then yeah, a hundred percent. But if you're looking at it and you're not, because I didn't think my relationship was an investment until in it like five years, and I'm like, I do want a woman who is a little lighter than me, because you know I do want, you know, I want my babies to look like me. My yeah. parents were both white and dark. Mm. Puerto Rican, both of them. That's good planning. You, you, got, you got to have a mixed well, child. You say maturing on relationships. That doesn't mean like r- romantic. Like our friendship is a even no even friendships. Yeah. There are moments. Yeah, like every relationship. I didn't like Jarrell. I didn't like Ryan, and I yeah. didn't like Kevin. Wait, well, you like, didn't like me? what? Hell yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Ah, right, your mic is off. Absolutely. <laughs> no, there were moments in life where I was like, I was pissed off you guys for whatever. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. Yeah, it's like, it happens with friends. But, anything, yeah. But this is the thing that's really unique about our friend group is like we always have the ability to be like, all right, you know what? This guy fucked up. I fucked up. He fucked up. But we always come back to like, all right, we fucked up. But what we have, what this is, is so special. Yeah. You know, let's move on from this thing and let's keep going and like grow from it. And that's something that all of our friends, whether it's Jarrell, Ryan, Rolando, Sebastian, myself, Shadow Corey, Corey, you know, anybody out there that's don't lie to the listeners now. <laughs> please continue. Out there is that OG like, Ray, we got shout out Ray. Oh, God, oh, Ray, yeah, Ray, Ray, Chiffin, Chiffin. Nah, nah, Anthony, fuck Chiffin. Anthony. Whoa. Anthony. Anthony too. Keeping his Carl, OG I, folks, and OG oh, Russ, and that's, OG that's Don it. Russ. That's what. That's who. Hustling. Oh, is Carl. Oh, okay. The hustler and the Irish. Yeah, OG him. folks. He out here getting. He out here getting his work. Carl needs to come up here. He is. Don't worry. But <laughs> that's something that's all unique about us is like we've all had our moments with each other. But in the end of the day, we'll be like, hey, we're we're friends. What we have is special. What this bond is is special. And like, honestly, that's again St. John's. I don't mean to bring it back to St. John's University. Nah, I love St. John's. But you go. You go to like some of these other schools, and and they're just like. They're great kids, and, and they all come very similar backgrounds. And, you know, it's, like, <laughs> awesome and cool, but, like, they don't have that uniqueness that we kind of have as – St. John's truly embodies what New York City is. Yeah, it embodies – Like a melting pot, is. diversity. Like, yeah. St. John's, like, truly embodies that. The only thing I didn't like were the Asians and the, the Indian kids was always in their own little shit. And it was well, just like – You can't get them out of that. No, that's, that's I can't, but I'm That's glad, how they like, live. Our group, they, they click yeah, up. Our diverse group is diverse. Yo, word. Like, we, we – our group was like consisted of <laughs> Dominican, okay. white people, black. black. I imagine you put white people all in I'm one. Sa- no, I'm saying Puerto like Puerto Rican. No, I know, I know. Puerto Ricans. Puerto Rican. What, Polish, what, what is your fan? French. He's, He's an idiot. Bengali. Bengali. Like, <laughs> shout, see, out, shout out to that chicken biryani that I've never got. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what is your fan? I, mean. I don't even know what he is. But now I know. <laughs> you see? <laughs> hey, we've been friends for years. I love it. That man's American. <laughs> 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 I've asked him to speak Bengali. I, I won't do it. It's, 
not what I'm doing. Bengali and a live mic. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not a Bengali episode. We got to get just to acknowledge his heritage. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, Shafin. I miss you. Yeah. We definitely shout had a, Finn, we definitely like yeah, formed a, a great friend group from St. John's. Oh, God, it's, it's, it's one that like, it's funny. Like when you, when we're all in a group together and someone from outside comes in, they're like, oh shit. Like these guys are, that's, it's something special. It's really like something that like you have to, it's like very much not to plug we work again. You have to be there to experience it. It's mm-hmm. like, we're all in a room together and we're shooting the shit. It's like, this is not something you see at a bar in New York. Even though New York is great, if you go to a bar, it's a bunch of white guys hanging out together, it's a bunch of black guys hanging out together, a bunch of Spanish guys. Even New York, you have these clusters of people just mm-hmm. kind of fostering within their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. When you look at our friend group, there's no comfort zone. It's, it's people from different backgrounds in life, and it's something where we've all embraced each other. Um, whether it's you know not even St. John's because we, we have awesome Mukatov, and yeah. Thomas and Andrew and all these people it's that are true in my life and that AJ, we've all kind of like yeah, AJ Claire, brought Andrew, together yeah. and um, it's something that like I think people are envious you know you go to a cool speakeasy and we all hang out together like what the how the fuck do these people get together like don't worry about it just yeah no and you know you know how else I know it's real like people like some of us have like fallen off for like years and then come back mm-hmm. and like it's like just like like left off right where it yeah. started you know switch. Yeah, it's like, all right, cool, we're back. Like, like it's like I wasn't gone for nine months or something, you know? Yeah. And it's just, yeah, that's how you know it's when real. When you were gone for law school, it, like, it sucked. I missed you. And, and it wasn't. And then I just popped back up and it was like, back yeah, to North. Like, back oh, <laughs> I'm back up in New York. Uh, right, let's do it again. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's a cool thing. So, so it's, it's, it's um, not to stress on St. John's and you know, hype up our friendship, but fuck it. This is. I love St. John's, man. Hype up the school. I don't love paying them back, but. I'm ho- I saw an ad that they were like, um, I think the government is trying to work out. You check that news giving, source though. Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw that also though, but I didn't they check the news source. They said the government source. is trying to, you know, let what? go of a lot yeah. of student debt in the yeah. United States. I hope. Yeah, so Word. a lot of uh, we gonna keep praising St. Yeah. John's as long Word. as they got for us. Yeah. They can't, they were asking for donations the other day. Yeah, they not. Yo, they call me all the time. I got a text message. Press one to donate. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still paying you. Press back. two to go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Press one to donate. This ain't paying dividends like that yet. <laughs> Word. Donations. It's called I'm tuition. Nigga. Money, money. <laughs> All this money out here getting tossed around. You know St. John's making bread too. What? They're, they're fine. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. They not worried about nothing. They sold Manhattan campus for a couple hundred million bucks. They ain't worried about they're nothing. Set. Have you been to the St. Mark's campus? Yeah, I walked by it. I went inside. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Interesting. It is. You yeah. would go inside. But I they, asked if I can go up to the second floor. The guy was like, "Yeah, it's not a problem." And I showed him my old St. John's ID. It was interesting. It's beautiful. You know, it's 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 St. John's going to that next level of like you know. But they want a donation from me. Of course, right? They got to pay that loan. They better give us some money for this cooling out. We're shit. shouting <laughs> them out like Sponsored crazy. Sponsored by St. John's University. No, I remember um, going in on uh, the first day for the orientation thing that you would do the boat ride and stuff. Oh. And I knew I would have never, I was going through a heartbreak and I was thinking about my time and what's going to happen. What's good? Four years, I'm 18, I'm young, and like I would have never thought I would be in the room right now. Nah. Yeah. Word. With the group of people that I'm with right now. Wow, oh, you're that is right. crazy. It's just like I was just pissed that day, and I just didn't want to be there. And I remember I met our man, Armand, and he was just like, "Yo, fix your fucking face." <laughs> he was a savage, and I was just like, "I'll I'll hang out with you." But we met Joshua. You know, everyone knows Joshua. Mm, but yeah, um, yeah. I would have never thought we would be in here. 
Seven years later. Word. That's crazy. What would you say the greatest party in the last five years of your life was? If you had to pick one moment party, just alcohol, maybe some other things are involved. What was the best experience you've had in the last five years? It doesn't have to be St. John's. But what's the best in party? New York? Uh, no. Throw it. Fuck it. The world. What's Ooh. the best experience you've had? Uh, these niggas is gonna use abroad. That's okay. Got <laughs> hey, We we dormed together. I I, mean, yeah. I had to hold you because Kevin was gone. Remember when One, One Direction came on that club? Oh. And you had to find me. Yeah. So One Direction had just. I, mean, it, I don't know if it was One Direction. It was absolutely. Uh, no, it was the Wanted. The Wanted. The poor man's One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were they were the fire though. They were, they were a on fire yeah. group. Oh, yeah. And it was like whenever that song came on, the I remember comes me and Chris was in a club and we were like, I was trying to walk and Chris was trying to walk and the song came on and I was looking for Chris and Chris was looking for me <laughs> and, and we just found club. each other in a club and we just like hugged each other like we were dating. That's some real like, bromance oh, right there. God, we had to, Kevin. You guys. I think you left. You went. With I, him? I went before Kev, but you Kevin was gone, and I think you was in Queens. Had I, I was. I was cuffed at that we had time. A double. We had a double in Manhattan campus. I'll never forget that. We had yeah. uh, two. Uh, two uh, mm. bedroom. Yeah, yeah. It has to be abroad. A lot. A lot of things happened. God, yeah. So I don't really. Had, I don't really. Actually, your best parties weren't abroad, even when you were in New York. Yeah. Well, hey, well, you know what? Let's organize this. Jarrell, we'll go clockwise. My best parties. Best party ever that you've experienced. <sighs> And shit. take your time with it. I can go first if you need some time to think. I don't. That. I don't know if I can like pinpoint one specific yeah, party. You go first while he thinks. Yeah. Oh, that's easy. Um, the best experience I've ever had in my life is actually the most fucked I've ever been. It wasn't even a party. It was when um, I actually met Ray for the first time. Ray came to our dorm room. <laughs> he brought a handle of um, oh bourbon, and I was going through some shit. That sounds like Ray. Maybe um, we have all, we have video. Oh yeah, it was that. I was that. It was wild turkey bourbon, and I was going through some shit. Maybe you know, lost a girl in my life, and I was just kind of trying to recover uh, through alcohol. And Ray was like, <laughs> the usual path. Yeah. Ray then, has the most monotone voice ever. You want some uh, wild turkey? It's like Sylvester Stallone. I was like, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. He goes, you want me to get you a glass? I was like, no, I'm fine. He goes. Just swig it. So I started swigging it. <laughs> that is right. So I'm just right. swigging it, and I'm like, oh, my life sucks. I just keep going and going and going. And it was the first time ever I blacked out. Um, I won't leave the details of the story. We sang Drake, though. Um, I don't remember. Um, but I do <laughs> remember. I'll never forget. I woke up. It wasn't like I had a great party. I just literally drank with you guys in a dorm room. But I woke up the next day, and I felt so much better. I was like, oh, wow. This is maybe not a healthy way of forgetting like a lot of problems, but drinking surely didn't hurt. And it was one of those moments in life where I was like, oh, you know what? No matter how bad things get, things can get better, whether it's true. And this is a very bad example of alcohol or just going to a park and maybe clearing your mind. But I was like, the next day I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to be okay. Like, I'm good. Like, you know, like it's, it's, it's okay. And that was like one of the moments in my life where I was like, this is pre-drugs, pre-anything else um, that I've been doing currently. <laughs> Man, you just been doing marijuana. Nah, I'm just saying. Shout but out like, to marijuana. Was, shout out to marijuana. Send us some money. Yeah. <laughs> you asking for a leaf to send you some money? Uh, that leaf is going to be sponsored profited. by edibles. But oh, it was man. it was one of those moments in life. I was just, I was with my boys. I had a bottle of crappy ass bourbon, and I you know the next day I was like, I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna be okay. And it was like, wasn't a club, wasn't a bottle service type of event, but it was just like in a moment in my life I was like. Okay, everything's gonna be okay. I got mm. these guys. I got a bottle that costs twenty bucks. 
Mm. That's the only combo I need to get through life. I'm going to be good. So that was like, you know, it's kind of like not, you know, very climactic, but it was a lot of fun for me. And I, I, I really appreciated it. Mm. Kind of, it as we sit here with a pitcher of beer, it kind of uh, rolls over to this Cheers. moment in life. Cheers. Cheers. Word. Cheers. My favorite To the party. listeners, we are cheering. Word, we just cheers, you know. If, if I start slurring a little bit, you That's already okay. know what it is. Hey, podcasts aren't meant to be like, oh, it's, oh, we do this, this, and we this. and we don't try to be. No, you shouldn't, and no podcast should. You go I with think. the flow. You go with what feels Shit. right, and that's life, right? If I'm at work yeah. and this doesn't feel right, or that is, I'm gonna say like, hey, listen, like, that's not right. Like, you know, it's 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 yeah. something that like the old school people are like, oh, well. Fall in line with this, that, and this. It's like, nope, 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 nope. I'm gonna do, <laughs> I'm gonna do nope, this. Nope, 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 nope. If, if this is right and you're wrong, I'm gonna, you know. I don't know if this was like the best party moment in my mind, like that ever happened. But like, it's just like it's like blaring out in my in my thoughts right now. But I met so me and this kid Brandon. I'm in Paris, and uh, it was the weekend of my birthday, my 21st birthday, and we ended up like we found this like rare uh, Jordan sneaker store in Paris. And the guy was like, "Oh, it's when uh, it's when Drake uh, was uh, I forgot what tour that was that he was on, but Club Paradise tour. No, because no, J Cole was opening up for him. It was Drake and J Cole. It was Club Paradise tour. Was it? It was like it's, this is in 2011. No, because Take Care did it. It, 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 it was it, no, it, it, it was it was it was uh, what was his first album? Thank you, thank me later. It was Thank Me Later because he was performing all his songs off of that. But it was Drake and J Cole was opening up for him in Paris that night, right. and Go we had you. like." We had all bought tickets to go to the show, but we ended up like we get there and we chopping it up with the guy I'm talking about Jordans and all this. And he's like, "Yeah, like you know, I'm a bouncer at the club where they got, where they having the after party later on tonight." He's like, "You guys are cool. We're just Americans. We're just some black Americans." He's like, "Oh yeah, da da da, come through and I'm like well, I'll get you in." So I first of all, the concert was fucking dope. Like J Cole, Drake, we in Paris, we lit as fuck, da da da. So I ended up texting this dude later on that night, and like literally, he brought us in through the back door. At this club, Club Jeebus, I think it was called in Paris, brought us in through the back door, set us up with VIP, all this shit. Oh my God. Right? So I ended up, this is my first time, I met J. Cole twice now. It's my first time actually meeting him in person, though. I met him and, like, so, you know, you have that moment where you're like, oh, like, you know, I'm not gonna be a groupie, da da da. That, that shit doesn't happen. Like, oh my God, J. Cole. I was like, trying to, I was, trying to, I, I, was, I was drunk as fuck. I'm like, trying hey, to. John's University? I'm, like, I'm dead ass, like, trying, I'm like, trying to put my St. John's, I, my, uh, what's the shit, my, my storm <laughs> so card? Yeah. Out of my pocket so I can show him <laughs> rather than just saying, like, yo, what's up? I like your music. I'm from, you know, I went to St. John's. No, I'm like, nah, nigga, hold on. I got my storm card. <laughs> like, but he was like, oh, it's cool. Da-da-da. He went inside. But literally, like, so like five minutes later, he comes inside. He goes on stage, whatever. And like, I'm standing in the club and like, oh, I feel this crazy bum rush coming through the club. And I turn, I dead ass, I turn over my right shoulder and it's these big ass fucking bouncers. And Diddy is right there. Jesus Oh, Diddy, yeah, in Paris. I don't know. He's like, yeah, you know, I had to come out here and show Drake and J Cole some love, so I hopped in my helicopter and came to Paris. Is that the the video they did for um, in the morning? Well, I don't know. I haven't seen that video in the you club. When they yeah. was traveling around Europe, they was doing it. It could have been, yeah, because that was back that was back during that time. Yeah, so they probably probably shot it when they were on tour together. Yeah, but we're in a club, man. That shit was lit. We had free alcohol night. Da da da. Yeah, shout out to everyone that that night because. I turned 21 in Paris, and, and you met I was J. Cole. and I was lit. I met J Cole. I got bumped by Diddy. 
laughing. Awesome. <laughs> nah, I was like, I was like, yo, what the fuck? I turned around, I was dead. I was like, oh shit. And I like ran. So like, we're in the back of the club. I like literally ran to the back club, like, yo, Diddy in the motherfucking club. <laughs> like <laughs> being like super groupy. Like, like no one knew, right? Yeah. But no, they didn't know. Cause they literally really? like Diddy literally just popped up. Like he got on stage, like, yo, I just I just hopped in my helicopter to come out here and show these guys some love. Jesus. That's crazy. And then he slapped Drake. Yeah, remember? Four years I was later. just thinking that, not to cut off this. Nah, that's, that's, that's in the story. Had an alleged fight with Cole too. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. that. Hey man, you gotta watch Diddy. <laughs> Ryan, what was your favorite party? Or it wasn't even a fucking party, but I'm gonna remember this till the day I die. Um, we had Joe was coming over. Shout out to Joe. Uh, yeah, that's my brother. Since we were three, um, Joe was coming over. I was going through a rough time. Uh, we invited a couple of friends over to the dorm, and we lived across the hall from uh, oh, the minister. Yeah. I was of there. The campus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I lived the, we lived yeah. across the hall from yep. Jesus himself. I didn't expect to be a part of the story. <laughs> and yeah. Jesus wasn't even the problem. It was his wife that yeah. was the issue. Yeah. But um, he comes, and of course he brings uh, gas, and then he <laughs> had like we'll call it medicine. I, he, he brings medicine. Medicinal. He had a good amount of medicine on him. And um, I'll never Joe. forget, we was in the room. We was in the room. Cool, we cool. We oh, cool. look, D we Green cool. just popped we up cool. out of nowhere. Cool. Cooling out. Holy shit. Twins, they come down. Yeah. And this nigga. <laughs> they come down. <laughs> um, they smoking with us. And then um, I think Kevin was like, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go get Jarrell. Kevin leaves. I was there. No, you uh, <laughs> weren't. Kevin was smart. So I had bought two bottles of Bacardi. Bacardi was like $19 or $17. It's a good deal. Um, Chad was there. Shout out to Chad. We miss you. Chris was there. Chris had left. Um, yeah, temporarily I, I left, yeah. We had I a came few, back later. We had a few of our female friends over. Uh, then all of a sudden we get a knock on the door. And I opened, I don't know who opened it, but they were like, oh, um, we smell something. We, we got a complaint. It was, our, it was the uh, campus security. Yeah, the campus yeah. security came yeah. in. Public and, safety. Um, all I remember Public was looking safety. at Joseph's face, and that nigga, <laughs> he had the reddest eyes possible. Yeah. <laughs> and he's white, so it was just popped out, and um, he was scared. And then I remember looking out the window. <laughs> I remember looking out the window, and I just see Jarrell and Kevin turn around. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. They go. They turn around, and they, it was a party in, in Monty's. Yeah. And um, y'all turn around, Sorry. and then all of a Eternity. sudden, we, <laughs> as I pour out the liquor, um, trying it to think of ways that. to save Joseph from uh, a, a fucking doing time in prison. <laughs> um, That's how much medicine he has. <laughs> fucking Chris knocks on the door, and yeah. he goes, yo, you know, you know, security is coming to the door. And he just looks, <laughs> and it's the security <laughs> guard right there. <laughs> In the room, yeah. Chris is drunk. He's sauce. He's yeah. everything. He's like, you know, and he just like, oh, and the guy's like, you could come in here just. He's as like, well. yo, yeah, just give me your name while you're here. I <laughs> he was, was like, taking perfect. names down. He so, took all the girls' names down. He took. Joe had to leave. Yeah, he had, uh, to, he had to exit the campus because it was funny because I was looking in the window. I'm like, I saw everybody in the living room like staring like at the TV. I'm like, oh, they're watching TV. I'm, and then I walk in. <laughs> And I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna save everyone. I'm gonna get out of here again, stone drunk. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get everybody out of here. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna go to the party. We're gonna have a good time. I walk in. I'm start talking, and I look to my right, and there's just kind of heavy set, like you know, public security kind of guard. Like, oh well, you're here now. You can sit you right can down and yeah. give me your name too. I was like, oh 
I'll Fuck. never forget that. And he was like, who brought the liquor? And I was just like, oh, this is this is just like getting arrested. Like, uh, I, I had to escort Joe out the premises. I was pissed. I had I took the blame, so I had to take all these alcohol EDU classes. Mm. I got a strike on my record. And it was just like, it was an experience, though. Like, I, I was lit the first couple of minutes. I think when you went to get Jarrell... And when he came, he was out the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when it just went. It went. I'm glad we were. I'm glad we were smart enough to turn oh, around. Very smart. <laughs> Lost my job. Yeah, yeah, I would have. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I was the idiot. I saw Jerome and Kevin Lee. I was like, oh, let me like make sure everything's okay in there. And it's like, nope. Well, I got rid of too. Yeah. yeah, I think we were all walking to yeah. the thing, and you were like, "You're gonna no, go back." No, you and Joe were like, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna we'll meet you." No, I was, like, I was gonna go back with you. I always remember Joe was like, "Yo, don't go back. Just to wait smart, online." I was smart. like, "Smart." Right. The line I was, was huge too. I was yeah. I was too fucked was up. Huge. I was like, I saved you. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was you like, "Yo, just wait online." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "I'll get everybody else. I'll, I'll bring." You I don't back even remember that. <laughs> and, then, and then y'all never showed up. <laughs> nah, I showed up. Yeah. I well, showed up. I mean, I was tight. We hotbox a, a dorm right by the. No, we didn't the know. Though. Stand, no. We didn't know. No, the reason why we had gotten in trouble was because we hotboxed in the bathroom and the vents connected to another room. Yeah. Oh, y'all ain't turn the shower on? No. Y'all no. wildin'. That's yeah. the that's the way we you gotta do it. We, all the time in St. John's, you turn the shower on. This is what happens when you have the <laughs> Nah, you turn you turn the shower on the steam like it'll like uh fuck with the smoke or whatever. It'll just connect with the the. But but they, but out. but they'll just think it's the steam though. Yeah, but um, that was that's it. And I just remember everybody, everybody was there. Ray was there. He left too. Thank God. We was getting lit for a party to go to Monty's. Like no, that party was supposed because um DJ um DJ Zeke DJ Zeke was doing it, and it was like the beginning of the year. Mm. It was like one of those type yeah, of parties. Right, so it was yeah. like yeah, I remember now. I remember now. I remember now. Coming was all that the way to Hollis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were wild them first two weeks. We were yeah. wild. Oh, yeah. You're living like we're still freshmen. I hope we. No. Yeah, we had just seen each other again from the summer. Yeah, we them first two weeks. We had mad four locos in the house. A lot of death. <laughs> a lot of decisions. Just just welcoming death. Death was yo. Imagine how many years we didn't shave off our lives fucking around in college. Like that's why I eat a lot of almonds in the morning. Roasted almonds. <laughs> Word. Go, to, go to gym so much. Word. Try to run. Try to get <laughs> my years right back. <laughs> Like flash, <laughs> trying to go back. Like trying flash. to go back in time. Like flash, trying man. to get my years back. <laughs> How about you? Kim? What about you? I don't know. I don't know one. It's very it's difficult to pinpoint. Just think of one. A memorable one that um, memorable. was when I was uh, I went to the Pasha party in Ibiza. Mm. That was a lot because the, the whole day was fun. Mm. Like uh, I was with um, Hassan and Stretch. We met some girls. I got with them. God bless them. <laughs> Then we went on a <laughs> we went on a boat, but the uh, person that sponsored the boat let us on for free, and then he really blessed us on the boat, and it was a great company on the boat. And then we got back to the room, hung out with the women we had met. Mm. <laughs> then we went to the Pasha party. David Guetta spinning. It's Pasha and Ibiza. He has like giant foam figures. Everybody's going crazy. I'm with my study abroad group, and that's the one that jumps out. But I have so many like with you guys too. It's not the best, but it's just yeah. the one that. I know. I was thinking of one where. Remember when Chris went on the school bus? Oh my God! Allegedly, yeah. allegedly. 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 nigga, allegedly. he went on the fucking school bus. <laughs> <laughs> he the bus, the back was open. He was like, "Oh, there's a school bus here," and him and Chad just are looking at the bus like, "I'm gonna get on that fucking well, bus." Hey, shout, out the, the bus. shout out to the shout out to the MTV, whatever. 
Yellow for school education bus. for not locking their school bus. Yellow That's school bus association. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a girl on the school bus. Yeah. Yeah, St. John's was. Shout out to Jill. Shout out to Jill. <laughs> oh, my God. You made up with Jill? Yeah. We got, God bless. I, I ain't going to, I won't say. She, Jill was dope, though. She was? She was chill. Jill, I liked Jill her. We got to stop using names. Oh. Jill who? <laughs> you right. Good <laughs> luck. There's a lot of Jills in St. John's. That's a very basic name, too. Exactly. Hey, you made out with Jill. And it's Chris. There's so many Chris's there. No, that's I'm cool. make out with me, man. Come on, JK. Yo. <laughs> very average. I think freshman year was the best year, though. Um, I enjoyed Jesus. Uh, sophomore year, um, because sophomore year I had all of my shit together. I had my friend mm-hmm. groups kind of figured out. I I, I knew that, um, you know, what I wanted to do in life. Freshman year I was kind of figuring like like high school. I was figuring yeah. this shit out. You're right. But um, sophomore year I was like, I got this shit figured out. Yeah. Sophomore year friendships and school wise was the best for me. Yeah. Freshman year, women wise was the best uh-huh. shit for me. Because it was like. I had no literally way. everyone was new. <laughs> no so way. so everyone didn't know each other. So it was like mm-hmm. fuck it. Like everyone yeah. was just living life and then Yeah. Fuck. That's how you know Joe. <laughs> Yo. Was. I uh Yeah, Chris was going through stuff. I was figuring my best my best girl was my right hand, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> True facts, man. Come on. She a loyal. Man. I was Yo. very loyal, man. She didn't talk back. <laughs> 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 she didn't talk about Yo, nah, well, in all seriousness, like, um, I, it was uh, sophomore year, you got a lot of stuff figured out. And then uh, junior year, Kevin left, and it was um, Ryan and I in a different campus in Manhattan. And all yeah. That. It was very different. It was very different. And then um, uh, senior year uh, it was very weird. It's actually an inter- interesting story. We were living in Manhattan campus, Kevin and I, and uh, Hurricane Sandy hit. So mm. Hurricane Sandy hit. We were kicked out of our Manhattan campus, and we were moved into the Queens campus of St. John's with freshmen. And Kevin and I were like, fuck this bullshit. This is life. I mean, what the fuck, man? We got to go back to square one. Then me and Kevin, you know, not practicing what we preach really, but we really did. We were like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just relive freshman year for a semester. And we did. We jumped in with these kids. We hotboxed our, our, our Queens campus housing. We went out drinking at underage bars. And we just kind of made the best <laughs> of it. Honestly, we made the best of the situation, which is kind of cool. Um, but that's just kind of another example of just, you know, making lemonade out of lemons, right? You can't, you can't focus on the negative and just kind of living with the positive. So mm-hmm. that was a, a really cool kind of process of uh, living uh, in Manhattan campus and in Queens campus senior year. It was kind of cool. Shout out to St. John's. Yeah, yeah, together. yeah. This podcast is St. John's podcast, man. Uh, we'll consider it. This, this one episode. <laughs> no. If they send us a six-figure check, then not even that. If they say, Drew, we'll, we'll forgive for, my. Well, I'm about to say that. <laughs> we'll forgive your loans. I'll be like, ah. Just you. Just you. I'm Word. Se- <laughs> Why you get fined? Or you I'm selfish. The door? <laughs> 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 That's a violation. Yeah. Nah, I think this was a, a very. This was a good episode. It was good. It was good catching up. Well, yeah. hey, hey guys, thank you guys for having us. No, oh, thank you for it's, coming um, through. Thank you for providing the providing space. the space. I, I, I like to throw podcasts off and kind of like you know, just there's nothing wrong with shooting the shit. I think people um, in podcasts and life like there's nothing wrong. Nah. With we needed we script, needed this. Throw the script out the window. It's not about this, that, or this. It's about um, four guys who are friends from different parts of life getting together and just talking. Word. Mm-hmm. I think we need to toast on that. Word. To the end of the episode. Cheers, Cheers. people. Cooling out. 
Word. Until next week. Hey, stay cool. Much success to this podcast. It's a it's a great endeavor, and it's um, something I'm very Uh, uh, proud of you guys for having. So, Chris, before you do anything, I'm gonna let you know. um, When this podcast ends, the only person that's allowed to speak at the end is Kevin. You gotta try this again. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking about fucking about rotation. Turn my mic off. (laughs) You wanna try this again? Like, damn. All right, guys. Until next week. We know. Stay cool. You cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, we coolin' out. You cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, we coolin' out. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.